3: Let's get ready for boxing. Voice.
4: Every day I'm hustling, 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 Every day I'm hustling. You think darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dark.
5: I was born in it, because when he has been in the bright lights and enjoying his time, having fun, and lapping up, no problem, you're the big celebrity, you're in the bright lights, I've been in the dark, in the trenches, in the gym,
2: theboxingboys.com, and the new, new
5: IBO, WBO, WBZ franchise, and Ring Magazine, people ask me, when does camp start, camp started, as soon as I batted him and took all his belts, camp started the next day. Oh, a right
2: hand George Camposus and the takeover down! He's a good yeah. villain though, he's yeah, a here. you
5: feeling too much? Could have anybody, Lomanchink Devin Haney. Unfortunately, Lomanchink not available, beautiful. Devin Haney, step up, now yeah, we'll take your belt. Yes, but he says he finish his fight as a king. What's a king to an emperor?
2: What up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another morning edition with the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Senator Gibbs, coming to you live from Las Vegas. Joined alongside the Crip Walking, C Mac talking. Danny Ringwalk Alvarez. What up, champ? <laughs>
0: You are a character. Good morning.
2: No, I'm saying it is a podcast, so if you haven't already tuned into us live right here on YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice, come check out Danny. I think he got a photo shoot with C-Mac, and he about to meet Chris Lovejoy. I don't know. What up, champ?
0: Yeah, yeah. funny, man. What's up, man? How you feeling, bro? I'm digging your shirt.
2: Oh, thank you, man. This is an
0: Enrique Enrique Church. Enrique Church. Enrique Church. Not uh, related to Church Bundini. Yeah, I
2: don't no. know that is. Uh, not yeah. related to Church that we seen in the gym either. Yeah, Church Bundini.
0: We oh, didn't oh, oh,
2: mm. oh. I did not know his last name was Bundini.
0: nah I don't
2: know. Oh, I you just, just threw that in there. Bro, it sound better.
0: Yo, cuz that when they asked me for his name, I'm like Church Bundini. I don't fucking know. You just fucking made a last <laughs> well, name. I terrible. I hear I hear him talking about Bundini a lot in the gym, so I'm like fuck it. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> Meanwhile,
2: he's like Oh, Danny, man, you treat me good. And and over here, you just making up last names for him. Wait till you find out. That's my man. Shout out church. right. So we're here to talk this morning. Uh, Some news we've been breaking. I figured, you know, we might as well continue to follow it and keep our listeners updated. Uh, I I, I do believe this is something huge. um, As I respect hustlers, man. And uh, it looks like Tevin Farmer and his team are just that. And have been able to do that. And we're talking about his fight with Mickey Bay being official. Um, and it will be in Accra, Ghana, like we originally uh, reported. It still is May 21st. The press conference is today uh, at 12 p.m. Uh, and they have they have that planned for about two hours. I've never seen a press conference say from 12 to 2.
0: I'm probably just... Uh you know, cover their basis and, you know, they're going to have, like, everybody and their mother involved come up and speak.
2: Only thing that I care is, give me a screen share, Austin. Only thing that I care is that that logo is there. That Sprite logo is there and it's the real Sprite logo. I know you and I scratched our heads a little bit and wondered because we've never seen Sprite get involved uh, and this is not a endorsement uh according to the press release this is brought to you by sprite and larger than life promotion so i'm excited to see how this unfolds who's running the ship right who's sailing who's the captain because uh this is a big time promotion you know um i want some official obviously we have the official television partner is allegedly cbs and fight tv um, but I want announcers, you know? And the same pressure I put on Evan. I want them to give me media packages. Not that I think I can go. I don't know. What's happening on May 21st? It sounds like a, an already packed date, or, or did they find the right day?
0: Oh, uh, Benavides
2: Lemieux. Hmm. Benavides Lemieux. Tevin Farmer, Mickey Bay, in Accra, Ghana, in Africa, where I never been. Yeah, maybe that works. I bet you they won't deny me entry. I won't need any stupid visas over there. I bet you. Right? Any, any vaccinations? You think so? Vaccinations too? No, I'm saying because of the super chat early in the morning. That's what we talking about. Get it going. Who wants to talk about it? Yo, if you haven't already checked out our interview yesterday with Sean Brewer, head on back to our YouTube channel or on any forms of podcast and check it out, man. Young man uh, has a good head on his shoulders and uh, he's gotten some elite level work. Uh, he's from Milwaukee and uh, migrated here to Las Vegas Kay. just to improve his game. And, and, and it looks like he's doing that.
0: Can I get a screen share?
2: I got Mr. Still Your Chin oh, that says, sorry. just got back from Disney for a week. Wish I could have boxed in Border Wars April 2nd, but it's all good. what I miss? Anything good happen? Salute, TBV. Uh, Mr. Steel Your Chin, we didn't have Border Wars April 2nd. That was a few days ago, too.
0: Yeah, that was like...
2: No, we were supposed to, time. though. But, you know, all this happened. It was right. like, how could I have thrown... A border was it was just impossible. So much, yeah. Plus I needed to meet Austin to aspire him to be in the chubby weight division. How much you weighing, Austin?
1: Uh so actually everybody in the in the TVV Discord got me on the My Fitness Pal thing again. Uh so I've been weighing myself. I'm at two forty.
2: Oh yeah, you're a chubby weight.
1: Yeah. You and my Jean Bear. I think my Jimbee's yeah. short too. But I'm trying to cut. I'm trying to cut. There we go. Yeah. I'm trying to go down to one ninety. I would
0: throw you in there with Danny, but he's a little animal. <laughs> nah, you're funny. Um we right now on the screen, but that is, Ryan. that is the stadium that Mickey Bay and Tevin Farmer. Oh, nice. Will be fighting in in Accra, Ghana. Mm. So apparently, Bigger Than Life Entertainment has a number of venues throughout the world that they are part. Oh wow! With. So bigger than and you know I was
2: questioning like, is Bigger Than Life like Tevin Farmer's promotional company?
0: I uh, I don't think so. No, of course not. If you're saying that they right. have affiliations with all these venues, so so they have uh, venues in. Two venues here in the U.S. and both of them in Mississippi. They have a venue in Dubai, a venue in Saudi Arabia, and a venue in Abu Dhabi, along wow. along with the stadium in Ghana. So,
5: just interesting,
0: real... right? Because I, me personally, I'm not too fam- I'm not familiar with bigger than life. Me neither. I never heard of them till this entertainment. Never heard of them till this, but uh, good
2: to know that they have a, a serious track record with some serious venues. That's that's. You know, uh, reassuring. Because, you know, anytime you hear um, international fight in Africa, you always get weary if it's going to happen,
0: right? Yeah. Or is that just me? No, no. I I think anything, um, you know, in places where we don't really see, such as Africa, the Middle East, um, you know, things like that. So definitely um, it's interesting. It's just very interesting to me because when I went on their website – like I'm just interested in who, who these people are, who's who's behind it. When I went on their website, they had a picture uh that first popped up of Deontay Wilder. Really? So so let, let me see if I could pull it back up. So I was like, are, have they been involved with Wilder in the past? I mean, Google larger than Life and Wilder. i don't that'll pop up. Let's see here. But yeah, man.
2: But I got a cash app from Anthony Johnson. And uh obviously he is sending his buenos días love. He says, Good morning, Ness and Ringwalk with the TBV fire emoji. Looks like we might have Bigger Than Life Sports Entertainment. What does it say? Give me I mean, you know, you screen sharing, tell me, talk to me, talk no, to
0: no, me. No, 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 I'm not screen sharing. I'm just showing you that uh the first thing that pops up when you go on their website is the knockout of I don't need a screen share. This is the knockout of, of Wilder Fury. I got Big Fish Spica. Vega. Let me Spica. jump.
2: Oh, that's Spilka. Let me jump in with these super Go chats. Ahead. I got Big Fish Vega that says, you would have lost, Mr. Steele Chin. Hashtag Big Fish Mafia. That's right. They were supposed to fight each other. We do know that uh, Big Fish Vega was definitely, definitely working, though. He was training, posting. So, you know, we'll get that going back. I'm telling you guys, man uh let let, let's just give a a a good six months uh at least of 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 you know some good old-fashioned work here and um yeah all those other things they'll come but um i think we had a members right a member super chat Oh, because I seen the word membership. I guess you just okay, you you're you're all neat over there with categorization and
0: shit like ugly penmanship though.
2: Whoa. Mm. Yeah, oh. I wanted to be a
0: doctor, sorry. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know, right? <laughs> this guy, ugly penmanship. Check him out. Good. So uh I know that this isn't on the level of uh Haney Kambosis for you. Um so I don't know, like
0: would how willing are you to go to Ghana? Oh, like no question. Like Really? Right now. Like we could go to the airport right now, like like I'll buy clothes when when we get there type like Wow. Yeah. Going to Africa has been, you know, on the bucket list for sure. And boxing has took me just about everywhere that I have been to. So, you know, why not continue to allow boxing to do that for me yeah yeah you know so no i'm extremely excited for the event you know it's it's more than the fight to me it's the event and i'm excited how much is a flight over this guy is he just bro this generation they don't
2: even consider finances and he's like yeah i'm going i'll buy clothes over there like (laughs) what the hell
0: how much are clothes over there what i mean is there a currency
2: exchange i know nothing i've
0: not been over there I've never been over there. I'm just saying, like we could have went right now because my passport's in the car.
1: You know what Damn, I'm saying? Damn, my man got a,
0: I got a passport. It ain't in the car.
1: He said he's ready. He's about that life, now. He's no. ready to go to Australia. It's right crazy.
2: Now. It's crazy. You know, nope. look, God, God made me this old to finally have a male friend with a passport. <laughs> I've never, I've, I've never had a male friend with a passport ever. So you, only my uncle. Like I don't consider relatives friends. You know, what I'm nah, saying? even though course. they can be. I'm just saying. Like, um, yeah. Like, bro, none of my best friends had passports, and you know. And then you don't really travel with just some dude. Like, if he ain't your
0: friend, like, what is you on vacation with him for? You no, know what I'm for sure. And that's interesting, though. So you've never been like on a guy's trip? Like, I have. I have. Just not out the country. I have been out the country but those guys
2: weren't my friends like that like you know we were cool you know what I'm saying like I went um we had our phase you know what I'm saying for 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 a few years we hung out tough <clears throat> but look at us now we you know I mean shout out to DJ Hollywood he's doing his thing like I just seen him with uh Kodak Black mm. let me pull him up cuz he did my 2016 um Appreciation night. Thank you, thank you. Yo, we haven't had. Man, he's a- killing it right now. We this was the had- youngest DJ ever back then. Now, obviously, he's gotten a little bit older, uh, but he's 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 out here killing it, man. He's with everybody. I'm just like so happy for him. I don't want to say proud because I ain't nobody's father. You feel me? But he's killing it, man. He's killing it, and he's he stay in Miami, which is crazy because I was living out there, and uh, in Florida. Yeah, and I never went because I'm I'm done with the whole party life shit. But he's one of the one of the heavy hitters. He's also with the closers, you know. And look, this is him with Rick Ross. Like he's doing his thing, man. So shout out to my peoples. But yeah, um, no. Back to the
0: point. No, very rare nah we're in the same boat obviously you're uh way fucking older than me mm-hmm. like a lot older yeah Do, no, even though look at the screen doesn't look that way it doesn't <laughs> it, it looks like you're my big brother <laughs> yo it's the weed though look at my eyes bro they're like
2: fucking wrinkly chinky it's like i could barely i mean it looks like I, they're not open but they're fucking open
0: yeah but Nah, we're in the same boat. None of my friends pass. Bro, I've offered to buy my friend's passport. Bro, I was offering to pay
2: Dumi uh, a Dominican Republic vacation for his birthday, and he still never got the passport. Dudes is dude's just scared to fly and uh, irresponsible. You know what I'm saying? I Yo, this I'm on my second. Like, I filled up the other one, the first one, stampy, stamp, stamp, and then it obviously it expired. You know? So now I'm working on my second one. People need to fly. That's why I told my son, don't stay on the East. You know, you never been to the West. Come on. Even if you don't like it, then you go back. But right. at least come experience it, you know? And uh, you never know. He might break that mold. Like, all our family is Caribbean. He could finally, you know, marry Danny's sister and this shit is all whoa, good. Hey, yo. Whoa. No, I mean, in theory... Now we got Mexican in the blood. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> yo, what's up with you, yo? Yo, but at 7 o'clock, we do have Frank Steyer, American Love Machine, uh, coming on the show. Um, I don't know what to put him in as a title, yeah, I don't... but his story is going to be so fascinating to some of you, um, and, and 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 I hope all of you. So uh we will be having Mr. Frank stay in the building um
0: in just about 40 minutes. Um shout out Kodak uh shout out Kodak. Ah he's funny. I just downloaded shout that song from Kodak Black. Shout out yesterday. ignorant boxing who said Africans are small and thin people. You might want to take some clothes with you. That was very funny. Cuz I'm like fuck it, you know, I'll buy clothes when we get there. And they're saying that I'm too fat for their clothes, so I might want to just pack a bag. Okay, yeah. okay.
2: Um, James, James ben- Benitez says, Ticket sales good for Haney Cambosis already. Yes, I did see Cambosis tweeting proudly of a sellout, so I'll pull up his Instagram where he has become very active
0: uh, since. Uh, I got it pulled up. You are fast. Call you Trigger Man. He says, ringside tickets all sold out within 30 hours. All corporate suites sold out as well. They have now added more rows. 10 to 13 ringside row due to demand. General admission out April 22nd. Biggest fight in Australian history. The roof on Marvel Stadium is about to be blown blown off. You read that with zero passion.
2: Cambosis yeah. would have been like Took off his glasses Like the roof blown You know what I mean More ah, More Spartan Come on bruv
0: So let me get a screen share here Bro I'm not these are, I'm not a Spartan, These are not <laughs> I'm Mexican bro we're, we're like cowboys And fucking landscapers bro Like, <laughs> Shout out to Villa Rio Landscaping in Chicago Bro my dad's been doing this thing For a very long time talking about a fucking spartan the fuck i look like a gangster <laughs> those are nice gloves what are they nice you actually think they're nice yeah i like them wow it gives me like an old school retro
2: feel okay yeah. okay what about you guys
0: I can see like a other like voices in the room.
1: Uh I, they just look like boxing gloves to me. They just look like old leather boxing gloves. Okay. No, old. They, they old they so he's it,
0: vintage? Vintage, yeah. Okay, vintage. Gives, like, okay. Maybe I use the real. wrong
1: vocabulary. Vintage. All right.
0: So, I think I think would done would that be for like something you're trying to do for us? Yeah, for the signatures. Yeah, I think you know like oh, is, you. is 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 the logo you have is that like the original boxing voice logo? Well, this is the original box of logo. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Is the logo you have now the original one? What logo? Yes, he's saying yes. Is this fucking yes. logo? Okay, that's what I'm asking, bro. Simple. I, well, I went yeah. like, this is the original yeah. logo. And yeah. then and then I was like, oh, okay. Okay. So
2: we're not putting our logo on there. It'll have the brand of gloves. This is still Bravis. I didn't see it on there. No, because it's straight manufactured, but it would be in red. Let me get another screen share and on the cuff, it'll say Bravis. So we'll even get them in red still. Mm. Oh. We can't get our own logo on it? They can't beat the price of Everlast, though. Obviously, you know who can beat Everlast? Motherfuckers been around forever. They're a corporation, right? It's like it's like accent <laughs> it's like Axon fucking, I don't know, what's another brand soda that's not like C and C, Axon C and C, you know, to compete with Coke. Can't. Nah, or Shasta. What the,
0: f- what the, what the fuck is CNC? That's what like, the fuck is Shasta? What? Yeah, what okay, the fuck I, is this must be some West Coast, regional shit. Yeah, West Coast I don't Coast know what the fuck either one of y'all talking about. You know, you know CNC.
2: There ain't no way in Chicago ain't no CNC. No, fuck we got here. RC. Okay, we had RC. We had, cola? RC. We had yeah. RC cola.
0: Yeah, we had RC. But you had CNC. Believe nah. that. Uh, shout out Brandon Lenz with the super chat. He says, "Shout out Seawalk Danny. New <laughs> intro incoming."
1: He's just keeping it 55th Street. Y'all know how it is. Yeah, man. No, I don't know. Yo,
0: actually, I don't, we know. Could I get- don't know
1: nothing about
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit about that. Let's let's be clear on that. Yo, uh-huh. I could get uh, C Mac
2: in the building. We can't get, but C-Mac. not. Physically Cause he can't leave LA So y'all
1: want him zoomed Let us know let I us would know. want him zoomed I'm gonna start the. I would want him zoomed in here You want him zoomed yeah, in yeah, I, would just I ain't gonna
2: him. lie I'd rather go Yo through. you seen his pose He trying to get a fight With Jake Paul now
0: <laughs> Yo <all laughs> I would we could, we could always go To the studio in LA We do have a studio in LA We could go to the studio in Would LA. it go
2: viral though Cause his Instagram is weak I'm like Is he as popular as y'all making him sound You know what I think I he's
0: think, bigger on TikTok Yeah I was gonna say And I think that's where we would get our shit at okay like still obviously have them on but, but if we go to la bro you can't wear that shit i nah, ain't
5: getting
2: nah, shot nah, at No, nah, i'm wearing i'm wearing uh my you man know? trying to get me shot i just yo listen i still got a whole lot of hustling no
0: nah, I'm,
2: I'm wearing black joggers and a white t-shirt
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no hat my white tea. I got james when he says with another one that says no mosley risotto talk it's bigger than farmer bay Yo, this guy, yo, you're funny though. I love that he likes taking shots. Cause I guess in the grand scheme of things, I, I I do too. Um, but those are guys that I wouldn't even compare. Not because they're bigger or or less than or smaller than. It's just because I have relationships with all of them. You know what I mean? And to me, both fights are equally big. Um, but from a technical standpoint, you can't make Rosado Mosley bigger than Bay. Farmer Bay Farmer is bigger They got Sprite That's never been done Bay Farmer is bigger If it happens It's it happening in Ghana And Bay Farmer have a more A better win-loss ratio uh, Than, you know Mosley and Rosado I love Rosado He came up out the mud You know, I've been following his career It's crazy I'm literally getting old I've been following his career Since my man was working at Home Depot Okay? Since he lost to uh, Fredo Angulo on ESPN, that's a come up. He's a grinder. Like to see him at this point with his own gym, in movies. Got at least one big, you know, viral knockout for his career. Been in multiple title shots. I mean, you can't, you know, I, 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 I can't ever uh, say Rosado was less than. You know, he's he's like first of all, he went from Philly to L.A. You know you're getting it, because that's 10.5 tax out there. You wowing out there. I mean, I mean, we got we we literally know people that
0: are fleeing LA to Vegas. Nah, for sure. You know, obviously the prices and whatnot. Um look, man, he to me the fact that you you make it out of where you come from, you already made it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Um, same, same for Shane. He needs this fight but too. But it's it's a great fight, regardless. Granted, it is now official, which is why we're doing the show on it. Press conferences is this uh, this afternoon? Not even this afternoon. It'll still be morning here. You know, oh, at wow. noon I, noon on the East Coast, I obviously. Forget that. Uh, Nine AM here. So of course we want to put that information out there, and I think the bigger thing is that we have a promotional company with all these venues across the world who we are not familiar with and yeah. is now making a play here in the sport of boxing and bigger than life And we find out that they
2: had an association with Wilder Fury. Wilder
0: Spilka. Oh. Spilka. 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 But, um, so, you know, they've had top guys fight under them, such as Montana Love such as Truck Simpson and Darren Cunningham, um, such as Sean Sim- Simpson. So they, they've had some names fight, you know, under their events. And now let's see what they do, right? Let's see what they do. They're also in, in music. So let's see exactly what it is that they do. Like I said, they have these venues worldwide. And it'll be interesting to see what comes from it. So, Bro, Tevin's been out the ring two. Years. Two years. And Bay's been out the ring now. How long? Since the George Cambosis fight. That was December of what 19? So yeah, two years. A little over two and a half years now. We got a super chat, five
2: dollars super chat from D nice that says Danny looking like SGD
0: from the Shah. Shout out to my to my people's and um out there in Chicago. Mm. Them, my people's in them. The my people's in them. Yes, sir. But, yeah, man, I don't know. To me, that's why this is intriguing. Um, granted, Gabe Rosado and Shane Mosley Jr. do fight this weekend, and we will be covering that and speaking about it tomorrow on our Thursday flagship show, and we'll be making our picks for this weekend as well. So. Uh, Mr. CYP, saying if Bay versus Farmer was the co-main of Will Smith versus Chris Rock, people still would wait until it was over. To t- <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, people definitely tuning in for Will Smith versus Chris Rock. Probably more people for Chris uh for Will Smith versus The Rock, but what about you though, Ness? Like, would you would you be interested in making that trip to Africa? Hold on, because life has
2: unexpected turns. So when one door closes, another one opens. Someone just contacted me that they're working with, the one and only. Who's the reddest,
0: hottest, most interesting guy that we could get on the show? That we could get on the show? Mm -hmm. Most interesting? Mm -hmm. In the sport of boxing? Most red hot. He's red hot right now. Right now,
4: right now, in
2: right. boxing, I'm do, th- should it be this way? Is is is, is this my man? was not Manny Fresh? Was his brother name? What,
0: what you talking about,
2: baby? Remember, he's in oh, the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Put some respect
0: on my name, yo. But like, uh, come on, pick guess. So somebody big in boxing, big in boxing, red hot right now, Jake Paul.
2: I mean, I I can't say you're wrong, but, like, he's not, like, real boxing, real, real, real boxing. Like, he's not real, real, real. I mean, don't get me wrong. That might be—that is a way bigger interview. You're you're right. Okay, so not that big. Because <laughs> we could use the Jake Paul interview, uh, especially on YouTube, so he could take us over the top. But not that big, man. Come on, let me see if the chat got it. This guy, Tyson. Like, what the chat saying? Tyson who, Fury? Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. We had, we had but he, we get Mike Tyson. But, that, but that's a yet another big one. Um, look, forget it. It's boots, all right. Jesus uh, I Christ. was like, I was
1: like, are we going too high? Or are we going?
0: <laughs> so, so what you talking us? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm. He trying to get him on the show. I'm like, bro, we want to fly him out. For so, sure. for so, sure. you know. But um, yeah, okay. So people were saying Johnson. You know? People were saying Devin Haney, Bird. Uh, actually tell
2: him your Jeva Haney
0: story about the studio or or the uh the workout yesterday. Yeah, yeah, the workout yesterday was was intense. But why not the Devil Haney? You asked him yeah, to come yeah, on a yeah, show. Yeah, no, Champ said Champ said before he leaves to Australia, because obviously he'll be going out there a couple weeks early to get acclimated to the time difference, to the weather. And yeah, Champ said he'll come on a show. Um, before he leaves to australia so definitely be on the lookout for that people oh boots is in camp though i know that's
2: why I, I ended it with we if not we could do zoom but you know i'm putting it out there we willing to fly my man out here sit in the seat no we want him and bozy up in here no imagine sure. bozy sparring with danny Remember that clip of Bozy beating up nah, that young boy? Nah, Bo- Bozy
0: be moving in there. No, that you, seen that? you seen him beating of, up the young boy? Of course, man. He moves in that ring. He mm-hmm. be getting busy. But we got a super chat from... Who this? Keith Wickliffe saying, Bowl of Ramen for Roly. All right, then. Well, shout out to you, Keith. Thank you very much.
2: It's funny because yesterday, Devin, uh, you know, was very harsh. But they'll have to wait for you to send the video to Canna and have it uploaded so that they can see your interview with Devin, which was amazing. But he was very harsh with Roley. And I get home and I'm eating and, you know, that's why I cut the cord. What I do, open up YouTube and I'm watching a Fight Hype interview with Roley. And Roley uh, is being asked about Cambosis versus Haney. He's like, oh man, the fans lose. That's a whack fight. So it's like they got a thing. Mm -hmm. How could you have a thing that deep living in the same city?
0: Look at being in the same gym. Look at David and Caleb. You get what I'm saying? Same city, same gym. Like if, bro, but let's just get that work. The fuck? Why we can't get that work? Like, but this is
2: why get that work right at this point. Shit, they're gonna want to fight. See, and this is why. This is why my man from the East is is, 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 is he's is he's the true beast.
0: But I'm saying, why spar when we can fight? Why not? Because if the you winner motherfucker, the winner of the Roley and Javante fight is a mandatory for the winner of the George and Devin fight. So
2: you know what's coming. That's all. You get this word. I'm trying to. Here we go. Is that does that come on, this motherfucker ain't get in my. Oh, yes, it did. Let me let me. Let me pull this up so my man Austin can get ready to show y'all what real do. You know what I mean? We don't want to hear that money shit. Oh, this fight could be bigger. You know, yada, yada, yada. We might as well wait. I hear fighters say that shit all the time. Then turn around on their Instagrams and Twitters and got mad shit to say and talk tough and big. But unlike my man Shakur, the king of boxing, Stevenson. Uh, let me get a screenshot. This him right here, and you know, obviously uh Armado picked who he picked Valdez. Let's give him the backstory. He picked Valdez, right? So over we, Shakur. So we here. So we ain't no so we here. <laughs> you, you about to see the video. Okay. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know why it ain't playing. What's going on here? Okay, maybe I can't make it that big. What the fudge? All right. Take that down. Let me try it again. I don't know. But anyway, it's sparring. A uh, little short clip. Obviously, there's could be more to this. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, it, it, it don't look good for the Vargas dynasty in,
0: these cli- in this clip. What, did you see this already? Because it went no. viral yesterday. You seriously? Wow. I'm going to be honest. My phone died. When I got home and I left it dead till this morning. This shit ain't playing, man. It is what it is. Oh,
2: I'm going to have to just drag it. it don't, I hit play, it ain't playing. So I'm dragging a cursor. It's my man with the killer jab. You know, he's just jabbing up. But now this is the ring. And this is the head movement. Uh, You need to scale it. Because I see his head get, you chop, it's chopped off for you, but not for us on the computer. Meaning, whatever you're doing is showing less than. There you go. So this is just my man dipping jabs hands down. You know what I'm saying? Like what? No, no, you not on my level. You not on my level. Oh, but you did pick against me, right? Bam, shut your ass up. Won't you ever pick again? What the fuck is wrong with you? No, no, you put your hands up. Boom, back! get your ass out of here, boy. You gonna pick against me? Another straight left? Huh? You picking against me? Okay, that's your dad. Oh, that's your dad right there? Well, look at this. And look at this. Boy, fuck you mean we could get money? Yeah, he could have made this fight for money. That's a Vargas name. He could have most certainly built it up another fucking five years and uh-huh, waited and uh-huh. let this little motherfucker make a name off uh-huh. his off his name. But know what he did? He nipped that shit in the butt. So, uh, he nipped that shit in the
0: butt. Amado Vargas is now an interim champion, right? What do you mean? I mean, you were saying that if Rowley and Devin don't like each other, then they should just spar. And, I mean, Roley ain't never getting a
2: shot at Devin. Never. The way things are set up right now, you and I... I mean, you heard the interview he did with Devin. Devin literally said, if Tank don't beat the shit out this dude, then it's an indictment. Roley is a bum. He used the word bum. Not me. I don't do that. He used it multiple times. Man, he's a bum. He's a bum. He's a bum. He said that. You... So it would be an uh, first of all forget what Devin said is it not an upset if if if, if Roley wins absolutely fucking I mean is it on the level of Tyson Douglas AJ Ruiz? No, I don't I don't think it's a Wow way, so man. the fight is close then what's the odds got it Um let's uh pull Cuz Tyson Ru- Tyson uh Douglas was 30 to 1 41, and Andy was, it was 16 it was, and 14 and it was 12 to
0: 40, 1 41 to 1 Really I thought it was 30 to 1
2: Damn, maybe you right. And I, because I mean, now that you said 40, I think I actually heard more than 40, like 42 or 44. I don't know. CYP's in the chat. I know you know. Tell
0: us. But yeah, man. Yeah, 42 to one. So I was wrong by one. For, I said 41 to one. But, um, gervonte Davis versus Roli Romero betting gods. Yeah, so they got Tank at a minus 700 hmm and they got Roly at a plus five hundred that's not actually that's not even a j Ruiz
2: I mean Ruiz was fucking the 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 yeah, lowest but, was a
0: twelve hundred the yeah. highest was sixteen hundred but that's what I'm saying like Andy came in as a last minute replacement they see him um they judge him by his physique and you know they consider him this big underdog Roly People in the boxing world know, but you get what I'm saying. Like he has that interim belt, regardless of what people say. Most people felt he lost that fight. You get what I'm saying. So he's putting himself in this position, and and, and that's all I'm getting at. Like to me, why spar when that's a fight that can happen at some point, some way, somehow. I just don't
2: see Rolly winning. See I don't see it either. I don't see it either. So I don't see. Devin ever looking back Like we already know Devin's next Year and a half Possibly two years Is 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 he booked He could do another video Like Canelo I'm busy You know what I'm saying So When is Roley getting a shot At 140 I'm just saying Because again If I'm Devin And I do beat Cambosis, Why am I giving Roly a shot At 140 When I move to 140 I'm gonna be Josh Teller I'm gonna be Terence Crawford, I'm gonna be talking to one of the sanctioning bodies about giving me a shot at the next division. Like again, in my, it's just my opinion. Rollie'll never get a shot if he doesn't win this fight. It's done. He'll he'll fight other
0: people. But that's what I'm saying. Why spar when we? Because you ain't never fighting him. But it's, I get no, it. We wasting I, mad time on this. I, we just don't agree. No, we don't. Right. Because like you're not making sense. But you know it's okay.
2: I'm not making sense, but you are. Bro, You're saying it's a fight that they could get paid for, but it, you can't tell us when When could it happen. It could happen. When? Bro. Just give us your scenario. It's all hypothetical, but when is this hypothetical? Make it sound logical. Like, when could fucking
0: Rolly, who lost to Jackson Marines, get a shot at Devin? It's easy, bro. When? It's easy, let me tell you. Devin went, beats George. Mm-hmm. Some way, somehow, Rowley beats Tank. But that's what he said. I said,
2: use logic. That's not logic. That's wishing on a star. That's saying hypothetically, no, bro. Like, there's a betting line for a reason. Tank's a favorite for a reason. So was AJ. Exactly, but he still was the favorite. He still was the favorite. And and we just went over the odds. This ain't even AJ Ruiz. Uh this is closer. I don't know why. In a sports book, it is. I don't know why. But I don't know why. But we'll see. Let's we'll see if, on. as Roly said, Tank's so stupid, he'll run into something. We'll see. Let's, you
0: know, let's move on. I seen Tank looking too lean, and I do too wa- mean. I do want to be clear. Um, I do want to be clear. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a fight that ever happens. <laughs>
2: so you just wasted 30
0: minutes of no, our life. Just, it is possible. It's not. I, I don't think so, but... He'll never... I Look. He'll never get it, bro. We just have to be honest. About? I'm just saying. Is, is it not a possibility that? No, he's done. He ain't
2: beating Tank. No, I agree with you. And Tank ain't AJ. Tank ain't never show he get tired in four rounds. Tank ain't never been down three, four no, times. No, no. Like, and you I, can't even put compare I'm, Tank to AJ. No,
0: I'm I'm not comparing <laughs> I'm just saying that. In this,
2: or Tyson
0: Tyson and, ass was listen, out there Fucking in China Or wherever the hell That fight took place That was in Japan Alright He was fucking but And having though. fun And partying All I'm saying All I'm saying is That in their mind Why Like That's what they're thinking Why would we spar When we could Potentially fight one day That's all I'm saying But moving on Cause Mr. Gibbs Is getting hot I'm not this is passion, like Charlo told y'all, man. Shout Yo. out Wiley on 24 with the super chat. Shakur versus Devin Haney. Shakur Stevenson versus De- Devin Haney pay-per-view. Legendary. Mm-hmm. Legendary. But that ain't gonna happen for about. Oof. They got to re-sign Dev
2: first of all. I don't to a motherfucking contract. I
0: don't see that. I'm gonna be honest. That fight ain't gonna happen for you. Like crazy. Seven years. You crazy. Eight years. Bro. <laughs> You think it happened?
2: Shakur before? already told you. you. I don't know if you're not listening to Bo, him when you're interviewing him. What are you talking about? What am I talking about? I'm talking about Shakur's plans for himself. Okay. Did you hear him? He said he wants that smoke. All right. All right. So how? Why, why would it be seven years? What you mean? he been wanting Valdez for how many years? Not seven. Less than. Four? Nah. Nah, what year was Joette? What year was Joette? That's all you got to do right there. That That was was the year. All right, so that was the year. Stop it. Boom, got him again. Nah, bro, he'll get him. He'll get him. When? Listen, the only way he don't get him is if Devin, which I'm hoping starts to demonstrate power. You understand? Because he's already, I know Devin was on his Twitter. Pull it up. He was on his Twitter showing you everybody that got dropped, and he's like, "But y'all call me Chinny. but we can't help but do that." You know, you get hit and wobble. You know, that's like that's the term you use. It, I get what he's saying because it's the same line of defense I was using for Keith Thurman when Keith Thurman gets hit to the body doesn't go down. They call him vulnerable. I'm like, that ain't vulnerability, my man. showing he fucking durable. He took that 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 body shot that it would otherwise drop another man. Devin took that
0: shot. They otherwise drop Vasillo Loma, Lomachenko. Lomachenko. Absolutely. So can we get, call him Chinny. Can I get a uh, here we go? Let me try to zoom this in for our beautiful people. Boom. That's good. So we got uh Michael Fox tweeting, Cambosis has been dropped hard. Loma been dropped solid. Ryan dropped hard. Tank dropped balance. Tio Fimo dropped flash. So they call it a flash knockdown, off-balance knockdown,
2: hard knockdown, solid knockdown, hard knockdown. But I don't know when Tank got dropped by off-balance. I think he talking about the T.O. Leo fight, the Leo fight, but that was ruled a slip, no? Yeah. I,
0: that, that was a slip, but...
2: Oh, but that's what he's trying to say. That's what he's trying to say. Like, Tank gets knocked down, they call it a slip or off-balance, and don't credit it. That's well, what he's trying to say. Well, this is uh And he sparred Tank. Michael Fox did? Of course. He got him ready for Barrios. Okay. We've interviewed him. Shout out Michael. That's Um, Alonso's Fox brother. And obviously Devin retweeted it, which is what matters because that's endorsing what he said. said,
0: So he's, which I'm trying to finish. He said, but Devin is chinny? Question mark. How do these narratives come about? Devin Haney. He gets so mad, guys. Right here retweeted.
2: You, were looking you guys at me? have a show
4: to do. You
0: were you were
2: looking at me? He needed me to look at
0: him. No, nah, I just finished reading. What did, so, what did he say? I mean, clearly, you know, you had so much to say that you interjected. I was letting you finish.
2: Oh, so Angelo Leo's going to be on the show. Former world champ Angelo Leo. He used to be with the WBO. <laughs> and he last fought Stephen, Stephen Fulton. Stephen Fulton. He'll be on the show next Tuesday, 7.30 a.m. I'll be putting out a post right now if you want to drop him a question. And ask him anything you want. What we know, he just, we just found out he was sparring somebody. Who was he sparring? Who was he sparring? Angelo Leo. Was it Sean uh, Brewer said he uh, sparred no him?
0: Nonito, Nonito, Nonito. Okay. No but Nito. then Sean Brewer said he sparred him too? Yes. But okay. But that's when he told us. Cause, that he trying to get to work with Nonito? No, that he was saying uh, when Angelo Leo came up, that's when he told us that he actually had just sparred uh, the day prior or whatnot, so. All right, bet, bet, bet. Also, also, what else we got? At 7 a.m., we have Frank Stia with Top Rank. Uh um, Very unique story, which you shared with me, you know, things that I didn't know, right? No, it's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. And I'm sure there's going to be plenty of people that will see or listen to the interview with Frank that will be able to relate to, you know, some of the things. And get inspired.
2: I'm hoping he inspires you guys because... He inspires me. You know, um, I, I don't want my story to be over. I want to keep growing and, and 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 doing some other, you know, great things in this sport. And uh I mean he you know, you'll see. You'll see. Um, but all right, just storing Angelo Leo's number. We got him scheduled for Tuesday, 7 30, and the post is literally going out. Another announcement we got. Is Sandor Martin? Sandor Martin, he says, uh, he says, I'm gonna pass this to my South American speaking Spanish guy, but uh, I, um, I, I believe he said, uh, sinceramente, la semana que viene menos el lunes sería genial. I don't know what that means. And I'm probably pronouncing the G when I'm not. He'll fix it. Porque esta semana ya es imposible. So he's not available this week. Next week is good except on Monday, I believe. So Sandor Martin, who just get got the win
0: over Felix Cash. So he continues to. Yeah, so he said, he said next, uh, this upcoming week, any day, but um, Monday would be ideal. So that's. Genial is genius, but in you know, sometimes the translations don't really translate. Yeah. This is genius, but in the context is being used, it's basically uh, a lot of Spanish speaking people use it as ideal as well. So, next okay. week, any day but Monday, we got Wiley on 24. That's with the super chat. He says Jerome Boots Ennis versus Keith Thurman. Thurman. Book, Book it. Yeah, Big Fish Vega, I am um, Mexican, definitely not South American. Um, but uh, isn't he Spanish anyway? He's from uh, España. Right, so he's not even South American, he's European.
2: Fuck. Uh, I was still saying maybe you can figure it out. Oh, yeah, I figured it out. Ain't no problem. I didn't say because you you're know? from
0: South America which I'm or not, Central America. Which I'm not. Or where are you from? I'm from Chicago. My parents are from Mexico. Man, you're a little my, jerk. My parents are from Mexico. No which one cares, is, which bro. Which is in North America. Who their, cares, bro? Same. Who cares? You this guy. Whole he came in upset. What well, happened? The girl left already. I've been told you she left. Ah, I'm upset.
2: That's, so that's what's going on. No,
0: that's so you, not. You're venting. You, you, you know, you need nah. to get it off your chest. You get what I'm saying? But we. Look, I'm your friend. I was
2: supposed to find I'm an email. Fr- this guy's got me all off track. I need to send friend. this
0: guy Hannah's email. I'm your friend because I want Ryan to person you can be my and man. One of your Keith flaws one time Thurman is in cutting here. people off. These so two that- conversations are fucking with my ADD right now. Okay, <laughs> Ryan, check your email.
2: I just sent you Keith Thurman's peoples. Let's see if we could get him in studio. Got you, champ. Worst case scenario, we'll take a whack ass Zoom, fucking Zoom. Zone. I don't know I'm gonna just send it here Your name gets buried
0: bro Get Too many taxes. And saying and Sandor Martin lost to Yigit Who lost to Roly Dot 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 Tank versus Antoine Russell DMV Oh shit didn't we schedule Russell We got Russell scheduled
2: Antoine This is the first I'm hearing about it Uh oh when is Russell? That's Brandon's fault. But Brandon and, and Ryan got each other's number. That's, that's they fault, man. That's they fault.
0: I'm going to go ahead and just say it is Brandon's fault because he is the non-iPhone user. Yeah. So it does complicate And he's the one that didn't want
1: to come to Vegas. That's the one, That alone incriminates him that he has an yeah, Android. It just, it just complicates things.
0: Everything is
2: complicated yeah. with that stupid phone it's a brick but where were we any super chats
0: i just read our most recent super chat all right uh, hopefully some more do come in here soon um four fights four fights this weekend that's on saturday alone um what are you looking forward to so look look how i get it see how i get your email yeah you don't see canna's name
2: so that's why I always text. But you did you send it to him? Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they send it to me like that.
0: Look, I just got the fucking shit. He downloaded Perfect. it. Perfect. That's all them. that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. Shout out to Canna. I don't know why it does that because I put both of you guys together. Canna. He's in Nebraska. Is that one hour behind us? Nebraska is central. Um, so it's eight fifty out there. Oh, so he's ahead of us. Yes. He is two hours. So ahead of us. can uh, Let me just text him. Yo, tell him to put. Uh, obviously, Devin will be by himself, but tell him to put the other ones together, and we need that out before he comes on tomorrow. We will have Amari Jones, um, on show tomorrow evening. For no, it was today Wednesday. It is so yeah. Tomorrow evening. Um, Let's talk
2: about Amari
0: 5.30pm He'll be on So 154 right uh, 154 pounds seems big 154 pound I don't know they he can win a title at 54 Without moving up to 60 He's huge He a Very big Obviously for his weight But Yeah Amari Undefeated Fighter signed to Devin Haney promotions Who will be fighting In Australia On June 5th So We'll have him on Tomorrow I want to say he's now 5 and 0. Oh? Yep. I want to say 5 and 0 oh, 5 um, KOs. 5 KOs so uh
2: may, you he know, he has one fight on The Zone that's out on YouTube that you could check it out. Uh you know, if you're looking for something to see him uh you know with great quality and then he has uh some Atlanta fights. I think they were on one of them. I think we called one of his fights with TriStar Promotions, so they might be on TriStar. You could check with James on that. Uh, I remember him being uh, on one of those Atlanta yeah, cards. Yeah,
0: August 14th, he, he fought. He was on the same card as Truck. And, uh, oh, so that's not TriStar. That was Bay Promotions. Okay, so but that's on your channel, right? Well, yep. Yeah. Yep, so August 14th, um, the fights that Nestor called in Atlanta are available, obviously, on the Boxing <laughs> Voice. You just got to go back to August 14th. And Prince Amari Jones was on that card as well spectacular knockout so go check him out
2: super chat uh from julio lopez who says wait so danny weighs the same as andy ruiz <clears throat>
0: let me see how much andy came in in his last fight because nah
2: he was heavier than you he was like 260 and 286 remember first fight he was like 268 second fight he was 286. Wiley on 24 gets the ringy alarm because he got three super chats in a row. Way. And he says Terrence Crawford versus Jamal, Charlo. That would be amazing. That would be greatness. You understand? That would be because that's you know, moving up two divisions. You know, doing what no one is expecting. We already see he wants that Jamel smoke. Tyson wants him to have that. Well, nah, Tyson want Earl to fight him. But you know what I'm saying? One other division for that 60-pound belt. <whistles> but, yo, Jamal is just, Jamal is so much bigger than Jamel. Like, you don't think so?
0: Size-wise? Yeah. yeah. Like width. Yeah. width, he's wider. Yeah, he's wider, bro. Yep. And we, and I feel like he's taller. We got Wiley on 24 with a super chat that says, Mickey Bay went to school with Jesus. Wash. Damn. They calling him old? Well, he called him washed.
6: Mm.
2: Why are you gonna say washed about my friend like that, man? About to get Mickey
0: up and her. Should have uh, Frank Steer here in a few minutes. For those of you, Um, it says supposed to be next week,
2: seven thirty Wednesday is Gary Antoine Russell. Brandon, please text Ryan. What's up with you, man? We got a counterpunch from CYP. CYP is he on Black Talk? Then let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Yeah, sticky paws in the net. What's going on? we am starting to think it's
1: you, it's you guys, because nobody, no other him, client to, has internet it's problems. It's no it's other it's th-
2: client does th- what we do. It's starting to think it's you guys. I don't, um, I don't know. CYP is... Uh, oh, there he is. The, He's yeah. in
1: Discord. Let's get him in. Let's go.
4: Yo, yo, yo. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Buenos dias. Oh, man. Listen, man. Uh, y'all, y'all know. <laughs> Shit. I'm a big Devin Haney supporter, man. Yes. Love Bill. Love the Haney. But, uh, y'all know, I'm team tank before all. It's Wilder and Tank, one and two. Devin, you ain't close to that, to that one or two. Charlo's is next. Bud is after that. Boots is after that. Haney, you ain't up in the top five for me. But, I respect you. Now, I'm trying to figure out, is it true that he co-signed Leo knocking down Tank? Is it true that he co-signed that?
0: Um, not, not verbatim, but he did retweet Michael Fox's tweet. And in that tweet, uh, Michael Fox did say Tank dropped and then in parentheses put balance.
4: Okay. Okay. So, he did. Now, I've always defended the email champ. When people say that, that's not the email chat. I'll be on, I'll be on everybody's page. I'll be, if they go out of my go back and I'm trying to figure this out. Like if you gone, if you okay with people lying on tank, then why should I be okay with people lying on you? Like your character is important to me. The Haney's character is very, very important. I ain't never seen them people to be liars or make believers, right? You're taking a contract down that I don't agree with, which made me think a little different you when you took that contract, because a real boss wouldn't have took that bullshit. But, you know, you, you, you care about undisputed. Which most people walking around don't know who the fuck the undisputed boxing champion of the world is, period. And if you ask them, they probably give you names that aren't even undisputed and never been. Manny Pacquiao? No. Floyd Mayweather? No. They, these dudes ain't never been undisputed. But that's who most regular people think an undisputed boxing champion probably is. It means a lot to you. doesn't mean much to regular people, but we still behind you fighting that. All I ask is before I turn is for you not to... Not to endanger yourself and inhabit any stupid, dumb shit that can get people to turn on you and join into the dumb shit that people that people place on you. Because you're a great fighter, a great man. We love your dad, but don't be lying on lying on dudes when you got people defending people lying on you. That's all I ask. Tank ain't never been knocked down. And when he do get knocked down, I'll be the first person to admit he got knocked down. Don't be putting no dirt on that man's name. CYP, can't knock him down. I got to yeah,
2: mute you for a bit. We just got our first guest, Frank Steya, in the building. And I'm very excited. Um, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Is this too early for you?
3: Nah, man. Guess what? I, I respect and I appreciate the grind, man. Oh. 7 a.m., man. You can get a lot done. You got your full day ahead Absolutely. of you, man. I mean, I'm sure you guys... Uh, we started to take work. advantage. Yeah, but no, we
2: started to take advantage, and after work, we go to gyms, so it's it's actually helping work. Absolutely,
0: absolutely.
3: I appreciate you guys having me.
2: That's yeah, awesome. man, I can't believe that people don't know your story. I mean, obviously, you don't even know how you've impacted me and inspired me, but uh, I found your podcast so many years ago. I'm not sure if you still do ATG, all-time great podcast.
3: No, 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 no. no. We, I stopped that basically when I... i I start working with top rank and then you know kind of brought it back for the other guys and stuff but not much of a conflict just not enough time to to do it but i love it this is yeah i mean listen if i could do it like you got your own brand here you guys got your own brand here i I work for somebody else Mm -hmm. you guys work for yourselves so if if i was able to do it i would do it make a living feed my family i would do it but you know i had to cross over and i mean maybe sell out and
2: Nah, absolutely not, absolutely not I think most content creators uh, Obviously go independent Just like musicians, you know Until they can get picked up by a major Which is top rank So you, uh, again, your story is inspiring to me Because you were independent And now you're with top rank and, And, you know, we'll get into the stories But, I mean, you are in that gym every single day uh, you've met all their stars and you've probably been to uh, most of the big fights uh, in the last five to seven years. But I want to take us all the way back because I know these guys they just don't know about ATG. And the way that I found you was uh, your first interview for the first... Tyson Fury, Derek Chisora fight. You guys did, uh, you had Fury
3: and Chisora on your show. No, no, no. I wish we had Fury and Chisora. We had Chisora and Malik Scott. Really? Yes. And it went, the, you might be thinking one time we had Steve Cunningham after he got knocked out by Fury and he went and we had one of the guys on the show said something to him and he wigged out on him and... It made big news in, in the UK. but I it was, think he's got to check his archives, Shisura, guys. It was Shasura and Malik Scott, and they said some stuff about each other, you know, in that interview. I mean, it was going back and forth. You know, you couldn't get away with today.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know. I feel strongly you might have to check the archives. That you, so you don't remember ever having
3: Tyson. Bro, I quit smoking weed a long time ago, bro. So my, you know, my wow. memories, it, it's a little off. Well, I do smoke. What was the name of the channel? ATG radio. It, yeah. it was on it was on Block Talk. Yeah, it was on Block Talk. It was on oh. Block Talk and it, it might we, still be out. But it wasn't you got to you got to remember this. It wasn't podcast. We, we were we were doing podcasts before they were podcasts. It was called internet radio. So we had the internet radio. I mean, we tried to play it off because we thought terrestrial radio was mm-hmm. was the thing, but it really it wasn't cuz what we were doing the boxing voice ATG radio, there was some others it it kind of I mean, for boxing of course, but it kind of laid the groundwork for all the podcasts that are today, you know, something like this. I mean, look at this place. is beautiful.
2: Yeah, man. Uh,
3: I was wh- watching you on TV before I even came in the studio. So oh, you guys wow. doing it big. No, I'm just saying. I was in the green I was like, damn. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. No, man. Wait till you see. This is just temporary. The, the building that we get in May 15th. It's amazing. I, I don't know if you heard the photographer, Peter Lick.
3: Yes. Yes. We're- yeah. We bought that building, so I heard. You got like stripper poles. You got like everything. trays filled with cocaine. Yeah, it's, whoa, gonna, be, bro, it's gonna be lit,
0: bro.
2: It's, are we? Are you allowed to say that? Yeah, <laughs> okay, hell okay. yeah, hell yeah. We're not governed by the FCC. No, like that building is gonna change everything. I swear, uh, because it'll give the fighter and the 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 person, the guest that's gonna be coming in, a, a different feeling. I mean, my man brought in floors from one of the basketball teams. He's, I can't wait. But back to you. Sure enough, uh that podcast you guys did it for a while. You, I believe your co-host was
3: Tim Cudges. Cudges. Tim Cudges. W- w- what's going on with him? Tim Slang has been slanging cell phones very okay. successfully for the past, you know, 10 years. So, so he, he got know,
2: completely out of
3: the sport. Tim Tim was like his work ethic was was better than anybody that I ever known, but he had his own personal things that kind of kept him away from it. And so like a lot of times with me, you know, I'm I'm a little nuts, but you know I can kind of keep the ship going. But I don't always like being the the pilot. I don't mm-hmm. always like being the captain. I like to have either co captain or play to co captain. It's just you know I'm a I'm a team type of guy and Absolutely. you know just to keep it running. But if if Tim's on his game and shout out to Tim, I don't know he should be watching it. Shout out to Tim. Tim's got one of the best uh, work ethics I've ever known.
2: I, I believe he did some small promoting before he got out, right?
3: He did, and he was doing celebrity boxing, you know, okay. the with the one of the Feldman brothers. I'm not sure. I think it's David or Damon Feldman. The one that didn't do BKB. He, all right. He was doing that. He was doing celebrity boxing, and I think he was he won all, all his fights. He had, like, a championship or something. It was, like, a couple years ago before the pandemic.
2: Nice, nice. So how long were you doing ATG, and were you doing anything else within the sport?
3: Nah, I was – I mean, I'm – this is 17, 18, 16 years. I'll be living in Vegas. So I come from South Philly. And in Philly, oh, wow. I'm born and raised uh, on the street corners, is where I spent most of my days. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Just don't slap Cliff's Rock. No, no. Guess what? You know what's crazy about that Will Smith thing? That's. I'm not just saying Philly. Philly, No, that's the
2: East Coast thing.
3: Philly don't, well, for as far as Philly, East Coast, much love in New York and, and, you know, everybody else on the East Coast, Jersey, all that stuff. But in Philly, with the Will Smith thing, when he did the Chris Rock, I don't know if you guys were going to talk about that. That right there, and I, I was asking a couple, you know, obviously Monday morning, everybody's talking about the slap. So I'm asking people, what do you think is more disrespectful? Somebody coming up to you and, and stealing you and socking you or slapping you? the slap. The
2: it's the, the slap. slap. It's the slap. So if slap. I don't like
3: somebody, right, very easily can I go sneak them, right? Mm-hmm. And then what do you get? Maybe you knock the dude out. Maybe whatever. It's it's not as disrespectful. At least you the ill intent. But you go up there and you slap somebody, you got to register that. The person getting the slap has got to say, shit, how do I react to this? Because you don't know how you no, react. For, for sure. It's I mean, I've only been slapped by women. And, you know, I didn't react. I kind of react like Chris Rock did when women slap the shit out of me, so I just sit there like, oh, you just slapped the shit out of me. You know what I'm saying? But if a dude did it, I don't know what kind of level of disrespect I would take.
2: Now, I, I've been smacked by a man, and it's like I told my audience, you have a little conversation with your subconscious, mm-hmm. man. Like You're frozen, but time is still moving, and you're like talking to yourself like, you know he just smacked the shit out of mm-hmm. you, right? Like, what are we about to do? Are we just going to sit here, and you have to decide what it is that you're going to do? um and it's 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 a tough decision that not many can uh make you know uh look look at chris rock you know what i mean look at the way that he reacted obviously he's getting praised for his reaction but you know can a lot of us just sit there while someone smacks us
3: you don't know until you get smacked so i mean i don't know how you react no
2: i tried to fight it just so happened that that dude just was way better than me. The, I, the slap was better than the fight. So he was saving me, to be honest. Like, dog, you're not on my level. He, but, it, you know, I had to learn my lesson and he dusted me up. You know what I mean? So uh, it was a bad day all around. <laughs> Got slapped and beat up. But, you know, you have to decide to do something. If you walk away, I mean, you're stuck with that mm-hmm. forever. And you can't, I don't know, shake it in my opinion. I'd rather fight
0: and lose than get smacked and walk away for real that's a fact and then the way Will walked away too was pretty just
3: he walked away like a badass he strutted he he walked up like this and then he walked back with a little more swag going back and I was like oh shit but that's 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 I think So you is, never
2: questioned whether it was fake. You know that was going around the internet that this was fake. It was staged. If
3: it was fake, I mean, listen, Will Smith won an Oscar that night. So <laughs> he's, he did a great job. I I say it's real. I mean, there's no yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you got to pay me to have a man come up and smack me.
2: I mean, or maybe even, they did. Maybe they did. You if know, it,
3: was it a skit part of the Oscars? Hey, guess what? That we need more of that. If that was a skit <laughs> The Academy Awards. I tune in every year.
2: Chris Rock was like, "This is what he say the highest, uh, the greatest, the greatest, night in greatest television, greatest moment in television history, bro." And it, and I said it the minute it happened. We came on the morning after. We talked about it. We tried to play the Breakfast Club of boxing, and I'm like, "This isn't going to end." And look, I think it's a week later now. We're still talking about it. People still super chat about it. it it's not going to finish.
0: No. And the memes are crazy. The internet's undefeated. No, I was literally scrolling through Instagram before the show started and I'm seeing like fucking fight posters of like Chris Rock and Will Smith. <laughs> no,
2: there's odds on my bookie. Really?
0: My bookie has
2: betting odds for Will Smith versus Chris Rock. <laughs> possible fight says.
3: So what are what are what are the odds? Right uh now? Will
2: Smith's minus five hundred. All right. Chris Rock plus three.
3: That's like Shakur and Valdez odds. Yeah. yeah,
2: but I don't know, I think it should be a little bit wider. That's actually Tank and um Roli too which we found crazy. Well, actually Tank is minus 700. Minus
0: 700. Yeah, so he's he he's doing better than Will. Doing better than Will. <laughs> in, in that sense. But um so so what came after? So after after ATG like what was next for you? How did the top rank opportunity come about?
3: So let me let me I don't want to go too deep in the ATG radio because I probably don't remember a lot of it. But how I got started, and this is interesting, um, I got started doing an Internet radio show with Charlie Zelenoff.
4: Oh, wow.
3: So (laughs) when I did (laughs) that, Charlie Z with the champ, the goat. So when I did that, (laughs) I was like, okay. And then, you know, Andrew Hartley his his only, you know, his professional opponent. uh, He did one. So I was going back and forth doing them with both of them. And I was like, yo, this shit is like amazing. And so I was like, hey, well, let me start one on my own. I think I forget what it was. It was like $20, 30 a month or whatever for the premium. And you start with like the 30 minutes. But that's how I got started. So to do that with Charlie Zelenoff, you know, I kind of piggybacked off him. No yeah. matter where you go in the world, people yeah. bring up to me, they meet me to go, oh, shit, you know, Charlie Zelenoff, you know, Charlie <laughs> Z. Before they, they associate me with any other fighter. And I'm proud of it Bro, of people, I listen to those episodes Yeah, so I'm, you know, with that, you know, listen You know, I the guy I mean, I, I listen, if Charlie watches this You know, Charlie, I got nothing but love for you, bro But, you know, man, you're getting older um, You know, you gotta, gotta be- find yourself a Kim K lookalike or something And settle down, I think
2: Bro, he's infatuated with Kim Kardashian It's hilarious He be asking Shannon Briggs, yeah. yo, help me out Get me a call with Kim K. You don't know who's Charlie Z to yeah, do. Wilder yeah, beat yeah, up. Yeah,
0: I know exactly who he
3: is. Um, um, he does. God. He's got balls, man. He's got balls. and and you know, whether you, son of a gun. Whether you like him or you don't like him or whatever, he's, he's a fixture in boxing or uh, combat sports.
2: Bro, Charlie I remember C. those interviews. That's hilarious. I'm telling you, I, I, I listen to all of those shows. It's hilarious. I remember those.
3: So it starts with him, and then you go, you know, years, did, did the ATG for a number of years. And then around 2013, I got a call out of the blue, because I used to go to the fights. I, I, I did the whole, the whole reason of doing a radio show was to get credentialed. Was to get credentialed. Because the thing is, is, you know, I used to pay to go to the fights. Mm -hmm. And then I would, you know, bring people with me who couldn't afford it either. So I'd pay for them as well. And after a while going to fight after fight, you know, the bank account starts Mm -hmm. starts Mm -hmm. going down, your savings and all that kind of stuff starts going down. So I was like, you know, I didn't know nothing about what was going on around the ring. So I'm seeing everybody with the credentials. I was like, yo, I gotta get me one of them and start talking to these people. And then whatever, just little by little, you know, you just go there and you shake everybody's hands, introduce yourself and, you know, just see where it goes. And then then you got and the call. that, you know, media. I remember doing ATG and, and Rick Reno from from boxing scene. He used to transcribe some of the stuff and give me writing credit. So I was like a writer for boxing scene, but I never wrote anything in my life.
6: Yeah.
2: So he that just would just transcribed help. your audio podcast.
3: And gave me the credit for it. So that would also help. So I would, you know, I used to not get credential for the big fights because they were just like, you know, it's an internet radio show. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. You know what I mean? But uh, eventually boxing scene, world boxing news, they would transcribe my my stuff and, you know, I would use them as credentials to get into the bigger fights. And
6: that's
2: what's up, man. And then
3: from there, you know, meeting everybody on the outside of the ring and then. Just one day out of the blue, I think I don't think my per, my personal life was cool. I mean, you know, I'm married, I got kids and stuff like that. But I don't think you know I don't know where I was going with myself. I think I, like, I had like painkiller addiction, mm. and and I was just like one day I got a call. Brad Goodman called me matchmaker at Top Rank, and he's like, "Yo, you want to come work for us?" And I was like, "That's so fucking, fucking abs- out of the blue. Like never never expressed my interest in going to work for him." And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." And then like, bro, new life was was breathed, you know. Of course, came into me, and I was like, oh shit, okay. And then I remember it took a couple months, and then I remember I was calling. I was like, yo, this and this. And one day I went to the to the office, and I remember I I forgot what I, I wore some whack ass shit like a sports jacket, and it didn't match. Might have been too big, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I went in there, and I met I met Bob, I met Todd, Brad Jacobs. And I remember it, it was it was weird because I was just you know I don't know what to fucking say I don't know what the hell I'm doing so I was helping out with matchmaking and I did that for my first what first year in they but, hired you to help match me yeah yeah so I was working with uh, Brad Goodman and, and Bruce Trampler and you know the, the the two best ever I mean of course you know, Bruce Trampler is considered the best ever and by all means that's great but Brad Goodman you know I, I have personal things with that but that's. He's an amazing matchmaker. He's insane, but I guess you got to be to be...
2: Lord have mercy. All this great. time, I got Brad's number maybe 10 years. I didn't know he had the power to give out jobs. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's like
3: this. You know what? The one thing I could say to anybody is break bread with, with, with anybody that you enjoy um, their company in the game. Yeah. And don't hesitate. I mean, if if it's the last $50 in your bank account, it could be worth it. Because I say, if you, you reach for the check... And you get there, you got to pay for that shit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, pull it. I mean, but the guy at the table obviously is a millionaire. You know, you make the offer, but obviously that person should pay. So I remember one time, and Miguel Diaz, Brad, a few others were like, "Yo, everybody was so impressed." And it was like a table of ten, and I grabbed the check, and I might have had a couple hundred dollars on my account. I remember I grabbed the check. I was like, "All right, fuck it." This was oh, a good, to pay the bill. This was a good night, and I'm not just they knew, you know, it's still to this day, I'm not wealthy or, you know, I make a living. I got three tuitions I pay for for my my kids. So, you know, it's not, and I might eventually I got two daughters, so I'm gonna have two weddings to pay for. (laughs) So, you know, I grabbed it and I didn't think I was just like, I don't, I'm not here for no freebies and I didn't do it. They're like, yo, let Frank, but, but they noticed later on and that, you know, that worked out. A lot of people sit at those tables just for the free meal and yo, I'm sitting with this guy and I'm sitting with that guy. And You know you just kind of hold your own and
2: that's amazing man so uh they started you off assisting them matchmaking Mm. uh have you gone up the ladder and and how what year was that how many years ago was that
3: so shit nine nine years wow september be nine years wow so september 2013 um i did matchmaking I moved from matchmaking to like uh, uh, event coordinating, event support. So I was on the road, and I would go. We, we had at the time we had True TV, so I was like oh, one I of remember the main that. guys are doing True TV. I remember that, and I was doing stage managing. I mean, I did so much with Top Rank, bro. Like, I'm. Just, How was that with your
2: wife? Because now you're starting to travel more.
3: No, it, it's it's had a strain on no, you know ps- I, I had a divorce yeah it's it's a strain and you know it, it probably could lead to a divorce it's not oh. you know i'm not just saying everything's cool but you know my wife had a well, well, well now you're more uh you're, you're locals here Is like, but i'm or local you're but still I'm, traveling? Bro, I'm 12 i'm 12 hours a day seven days a week you know shakur wants to train on sundays you know what i'm saying so i got to be in there sundays and like people come in and say hey what's your schedule and, sundays. I go, and i come in it i come in it i come in it, I come in it you know, eight in the morning, about eight, nine in the morning, certain days. And we're, you know, we're done when, when the work's done, Yeah, you know, so there's no real time. It's not, you know, it's a private gym, but we get a lot of work in there. We got a lot of guys from all promotions, all gyms come in for sparring and, you know, coach K is a, um, was, was a big reason that our gym is a hotbed for boxing right now okay uh, Karoma, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if you'll ever get him in here. He likes. He doesn't like the the yeah, spotlight. Yeah, he you doesn't.
2: Know, I've tried so he, many he, times. Only times I've interviewed him is in the field. Like he's got to be in the field, mm-hmm. and you got to stick that camera in his face. And then
3: if you don't post that shit right away, he might text you say, "Hey, don't take that down or, wow. or don't put that up." Because he he does. He sits. It's the craziest thing. And I don't mean to be put in his business, but he's the best in the game. And you know, if there's any other trainers that I have good relationship with, I don't think you know Coach K is young. K Karoma, he's young. How young? Uh, he's 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 around he's around my age. We're about the same age. I'm 41, so okay. we're around the same age. He, I, I, he might be a couple of years younger, a couple of years older. So yeah. I'm not putting his business out there. I mean, you <laughs> could do the research, I'm sure. But you know, he's he cares like he cares maybe a little bit too much. You know, so I tell you, I'm there 12 12 hours a day. He's there 14 hours a day, mm. and he goes. Sometimes he goes to other gyms and he trains his fighters, and, and sometimes he's like me. He don't eat, and there's days we might, you know, we go, we hand, we give ourselves a handshake and that might be the, the we, we don't have a personal conversation the entire day because he's working with his guys. I'm mm-hmm. doing whatever it is that, that I'm doing throughout that day. So, but yeah, no, he, him and I, we built something. The gym was like kind of like dead. It was dirty. It was dead. 30 year old carpets. Everything was just nasty. And it just wasn't being used properly. And you know, Tyson Fury getting COVID to postpone that third Wilder fight the first time, uh, that opened up. Bob wanted to get the gym done. You know, we put a lot of a lot of money into it. And then Todd came by when Haney, when you guys were there with Haney, and then I walked him around, and he told me we put some more more money into it. And so it's it's gonna keep going.
2: Nice. I was watching uh, or looking at pictures. And you had even more artwork. i seen you had an individual Porter and an indi- individual mm-hmm. Crawford. Um,
3: who, who's uh, doing the artwork? Um, uh, what's his name? Um, who you sat? Um, Mubarak. Mubarak. I don't know how to say his name, but he's sounds, a great artist. Sounds great. Fancy. Great artist. You know, just two really good artists that are in boxing. I would say it's him and Richard Sloan. But he he did those. Bob Commission got those made. But you, we took him down. You've seen
0: him. You know who he is. He's
2: The a, only painter I know he's, is from the East Coast. Uh, he's a, he's a the old. one
0: that owns RX. No, the, you, I guarantee you've seen him because he's at all the fights. He's like an older black gentleman. He,
3: he wears like a suit all the time. Yeah. He's real uh, outgoing, real, yeah, real I'm, good. I'm dude. sure
0: like if you see him, you'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, I've Danny seen him. Danny and I,
3: before. we ate dinner at one of the PBC cars with him. We sat what, down. Was it Crawford Porter? Well, no, it was Crawford. no, no, no. We were with him at Crawford Porter, but we were at. Where
0: were we at? It was
3: when Boots fought uh, Delorme.
0: Oh, yep, that's mm. right. That's we sat right. with him. Yeah.
3: And. and And really, like, you, it was you chopping it up with him. I got to know him a little bit more. Not Danny, but um, Mubarak. And, and, you know, a good dude. But those paintings up there, they're temporary. Uh, We got to get some frame stuff. It's just a a guy, a collector in boxing. His name's Clint Lentz. He he hooked us up and let us us put that artwork up. That's up there right now.
2: Okay. So um, you went from matchmaking to running the gym.
3: No, no, no. I went from matchmaking stage managing, oh, yeah. event, event coordinating. coordinating. I was always in the office. I was always in the office nine to five, um, whatever. We did whatever whatever needed to be done. like just. Of course. A lot of people don't realize how much shit gets done on the promotional side. I yeah. mean, you you guys talk to Evan, so you know what Evan, you know, Evan's the top of the game. We got, you know, everybody on staff is the best in the business. And that's all respect to everybody else from other promotions. But they go out there and they recruit the best in the business. So if you see somebody in a position – they personally to you they could be assholes or you know, twats or whatever. But they're they're the good best at in what the they do. Absolutely.
2: Um so are you happy now in the position that you're in or are you still ambitious and looking to continue uh climbing up that top rank ladder?
3: Bro, like like the I man as a kid I wanted to be a pro wrestler or an NBA player. And I mean, I don't know if you can see my size and stature. <laughs> I'm not saying that's impossible. You guys could do whatever you want to do if you put the hard work in and, and believe in yourself. But, you know, as a kid, that's what I wanted to be. But my I, hobby I, I don't
0: know that any man has got into the NBA at five foot two though, for Yeah,
3: him. no, it's not He's well, not five I'm two. Five eight and a half. Come on, Danny. Five eight five <laughs> give me five nine. Let's put five nine on my stats. I was about
2: to say he ain't five foot two. I don't remember that.
3: <laughs> no, but I am but I'm short. You know what I'm saying? But I could ball. I could ball for for, for the little guy that I always was and you know it wasn't it was good it was all right but you know with that i didn't i didn't achieve that so i go into the army i do my little seven years in the army and, and that ain't really something i really wanted to do but i did it and then got out and i was like yo i gotta get my shit together how and many how many years you do 98 to 05
0: okay so seven years yeah uh-huh. yeah i just got done doing seven years yeah What so <clears throat> What what was the reason that you went just to just to do something just to have something? No, to do? no.
3: So I, I I used to like procrastinate and I used to just front like yeah I'm gonna go in the army because I wasn't doing nothing. I was work. My grandfather had a produce business and I was doing that and I wasn't making shit. And then I stole a car and I got I got arrested. I got caught and what kind of car? Um, Ford F two fifty.
4: What'd you do with Pick up it? Pickup
3: truck. I crashed into a park car and then I ran from
0: the
3: cops. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this isn't Philly, right? Isn't is Philly. Okay. Yeah. So I would have got away. My boy was just lazy and he he didn't want to run. So he got caught and then I remember I was jumping over I was in the northeast. This is like the nicer neighborhood. So the cops come quick and jumping it jumping behind yards. And I'm hiding in, in the bushes and in the in the front like yard of a church. And I hear dogs barking, and I'm thinking, shit, they brought the police dogs out. But it was really me jumping over yards, Mm -hmm. waking up like neighbor dogs. So I'm hearing dogs barking. The cops did drive by, and they were like, yo, we got the one guy. And I'm like, fuck, you know, I got to go.
2: Oh, man, you got,
3: he came out. My boy got caught, and I didn't know, you know, at the same time, my boy wouldn't have ratted me out. But you you, you don't want to, I didn't want to let him sit. It wasn't his fault. It was my fault. I took the car. He was just an accessory. (laughs) And it was just something, it was like, it was, I forget what the the thing was. It could have been like $10,000 in fines, maybe a little more than $10,000 in fines that I had. And Obviously at that time I couldn't afford it. And then my mom was uh, dating a politician at the time in in Philly and was able to get me off. And all I had to do was go to court, but me, I like to talk. So I get in front of the judge and judge goes, Hey, you know, this, this happened, that happened. I was like, your honor, you know, um, I didn't do this like the way they said I did it, and this is gonna fuck up my dream of joining the United States Army. And all I had to do was go up and just say not guilty, but I had to tell a story. Yeah. And she said, "All right, bring me back enlistment papers, and I'll drop all the charges." Mm. Wow! So that's how I got. And I, you know, I did three years was my first uh, enlistment, and then nine. 11. I've
2: only heard stories of that shit. I didn't even know that was official. Like that that your charges could get dropped if you went to the army? If I
3: didn't say anything. Because like I said, my mom was dating a politician or kind of dating a married politician. And
6: and it was able to
3: get me off. In Philly, you were able to do that. You could get parking tickets or uh, moving violations fixed if you knew the right politician. That was one of the great reasons of being a, a Democrat in Philly. And we... You know, just getting off, just show up. The guy told me, just show up, just stand in front of the judge, say not guilty, you know, whatever. And that's it. Just go. And I had, had to give an elaborate story, and, and then I joined it, the Army.
0: It's funny. I, I had a similar story myself. It's a similar story. I I'm, a, no, I'm not going to get into it. Well, but what? If
3: you didn't, if, if you got a similar story, now, now what are we going to wait till the show's over? No, it? so, all right. You brought the <laughs> Army, right. you brought the no, military shit right. up. I know all you're right. a vet. Bring all your, bring right. your shit up.
0: I was going to go Air Force Reserve, but I was going to go to college, right? Cool, no problem. And then I get So I get pulled over and uh you know some things are found in the car and so then you know I go to court and you know I, I told them like, "Yeah, you know, cuz I had just graduated high school and they just like, "Yo, what are you doing?" and I'm like, "Oh, you know, I'm Air Force Reserve," and he stopped me. He didn't even and he's like, all right, cool. And I just said, fuck it. And then I was I was really dealing with a girl. And that's why the Air Force thing just came to mind. Because she was like, instead of going to college, just fucking let's do active duty together. And, you know, we could be together. Yeah, that shit ain't work out. But... Uh. <laughs>
3: And you got to be a little smarter to go to the Air Force than some of the other branches. Like, I know in the Army, I, I remember I barely passed it. Was it the ASVAC test or uh, ASVAC? Yeah, yeah.
0: The ASVAB, yeah.
3: ASVAB, yeah, there you go. Yeah,
0: funny story. I took my ASVAB beyond, I was super fucking high. What? I forgot I had it because I, I took it in high school. I didn't go, I didn't take it like at the, uh, at not the recruiter's office, but... Uh, Where they ship you off from. I know a lot of people take it there. Yeah, maps. I took. I can't even remember. And I'm the one that was in the fucking service. I took it in high school. My high school offered it. I forgot I had it. And I remember I showed up like fucking lit. (laughs) And I took it. And I remember my the recruiter I was talking to, which I shouldn't have listened to. But he's like, yo, only focus on the mechanical section. Well, I didn't know that he's telling me this because they needed mechanical people. I'm thinking like... Oh, like, whatever. That's the section I need to focus on to get the jobs I asked for. So, uh, yeah, man. uh, Fucking ended up joining. I was 18. And I always thought the military would take me all over the world. And it was really boxing that took me places, so... Military took me to the sandbox and back.
3: Yeah, it it (laughs) prepares you. It's the crazy thing is, is like that. You you say you were smoked out like going in there. I remember the night before, and I remember just like obviously not training, not not during the the training, basic, AIT, and jump. I didn't smoke. There's nowhere to smoke. But once. I went full active when I was done my training. We we smoked. I smoked with first sergeants. All Get kinds the of fuck shit. out of yeah, here! Yeah, I was in well, I was in Germany for two years. Okay. Um, we were in K Town in Germany.
0: I, I fucking love K Town, yo. What's the base out there? The Army uh,
3: one. We Cleaver Concern. That's okay. where I was. I don't know. Now you you gotta you gotta understand. This is I was in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, I went, to, I went to Germany. There's
0: a so. lot of Army bases out there. I just know uh, I was in
3: Ramstein, you know. That's where the air force, did you, yeah, the so, air force base was, was there, and and then we went to Kaiserslautern.
0: So for, we would always stop at Ramstein on the way to and from uh, the sandbox. And one night the plane broke down. Ramstein was booked, and we went to like some army base down the road. And I was with this white kid from Texas who was very quiet. You know, didn't party, saved all his money, didn't ever see him outside i'm like bro we're in fucking germany how about we go out and you know see K town so we went out dude gets trashed and we're in on this army base and i had to like carry him to the room and this kid just fucking like threw up all over his uniform and you know when you're on official travel you got to travel in uniform so i had to find laundry detergent at like 2 a.m on this army base and like wash his uniform but uh good times you're a terrible
1: influence danny Good times in Germany.
3: Oh, Germany's good. You know what though? And I I like to bring this up because I think this is funny. But in they used to have like bomb fucking Chinese restaurants in Germany. Really? And and the crazy thing. This is a culture shock. Now we got to go back. I mean, I don't know if this is something I should be saying, but the Chinese restaurants in Germany they speak two languages, Chinese and bad German. Okay. As opposed to Chinese restaurants from New York, so you you get. What, Chinese what are, and bad, bad English. English. And, that, and that was like one of the crazy things about it is it's the same shit there <laughs> that it is. You know, they had like a couple corner Chinese restaurants. In DR, they know. Shit there.
2: We got Chinese spots in DR, especially in San Pedro, and they speak very good in, uh, Spanish.
0: No, of course. Like, amazing. Uh, there's this guy on TikTok, and he's either in like DR, I want to say he's in DR, maybe like Colombia, but... It's him and his son and they're fucking famous cuz they have a sushi spot out there and they're both Japanese but they're like in the Spanish speaking country and it's they'll go from like English to Spanish and then here and there they'll they'll throw in like a Japan Japanese line at each other and I watched their TikToks I'm like what the fuck but it, no it's like that. no <clears throat> it was funny because when I went out there to K-town I had a a, don- a donor food donor no, it's like, uh, I think it's like Dutch, maybe.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: But anyway, they were selling it in one of the many alleyways out there in K-Town. <laughs> nah, bro, it's, it's, it is it is alleyways, though. Well, that's what I would, maybe it's a street to them. To me, it looked like a like an alleyway, yeah. you know, but they would have bars and shit. And that was probably my favorite part about Germany. Each time I go, it's getting a donor because it's like the best drunk food ever.
3: Maybe, maybe, yeah. You it's,
0: it's similar to it's similar to a to a to a gyro, similar to a gyro.
3: Me, me I was a picky eater up until like my mid twenties. Like, so I got like the I'm like a kid. I don't want vegetables in my food and stuff like that. So I was even more pickier then. Mm. I was all cheeseburgers and like chicken nuggets then. So and then Chinese food and stuff like that. I gotcha. So like any of the any like cultural food, I never it was like yeah. Let me try that because I was 18, 19 years old in Germany drinking and. Doing all that kind of stuff. I
0: gotcha. Shit. Really quick though, since we do have you here, I'm just curious, man. Working all these years with top rank, I'm sure you have uh some either unique or funny um experiences. You know, I'm sure certain things you can't share, but from what you could share Funny is Bob aram's story.
3: Uh I the thing is is with Bob, Bob Bob has a lot of funny stories and, and Bob knows when I'm bullshitting. Because I, you know, we're bull, we're all bullshitters. And Bob will come and he'll bring me to his office, and then he'll. I mean, there's some shit I could say, but I don't. I don't. He's the boss. I don't want to. With all due respect, man, that's the fucking that's the king of this this industry. But I'll go in there, and he'll ask me like, yeah, how's, you know, how's this guy doing? I don't got a good impression of him, and I'll say, oh yeah, Bob, isn't there this, he's 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 doing really good, and he's. Tr- He'll go, Frank, I don't want to fucking hear this. And I and then I just sit there and I'm like, oh <laughs> shit. And I'm laughing because, you know, as a 90-year-old or whatever at the time, maybe 89 years old, and he just erupts. And then I la- I can't help but laugh. I don't, you know, he knows. Like he knows if he erupts, we're not I'm not gonna sit there and take it serious. Right. He don't want to make me feel lower. It's just, it's just who he is. And I'm like, Bob, chill, man. It's it's all good. Don't don't worry about it. And then, you know, you go in there and you just keep it real. And then he knows, he senses it. And I mean, that's one of the things that, that he has. But no, Bob is just some of the shit that he says. I don't know. I don't like to speak on somebody else's behalf or like put stories in there. But I do got a funny story. And I I, it's, it's, I tell this story a lot. And it's one of the most generous things that has ever happened. You know, people try to hook you up. You know, I get T-shirts from fighters and stuff like that. So we were in a, I was at a show in Reno and I'm in my room and I get a WhatsApp from a promoter from Africa. I'm not going to say I'm not going to say his name, but I get this uh, text from a promoter. Great guy. Just he's real nasty to everybody else, but for whatever reason, took a liking to me. And he's like, Frank, you know, can can you call me? So I get up. I call him. I was like, yo, man. I said, like, what's up? He goes, uh, you know, Frank, I need a beach. Right? And, <laughs> and I go. And I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, it's maybe 11, 10, 30, 11 at night. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, I was like, we're in Reno. And I'm like, you know, I know, like... The bay is like, I'm like, bro, there's like maybe a beach four hours away. And he goes, no, I need a beach. I need a beach. So it took me a minute. I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, okay. <laughs> and, and, I, you know. My, <laughs> I caught it right away. I knew he wasn't calling for
2: no fucking sand and water.
3: <laughs> so I'm in Reno, right? There's, there's places in Vegas you can direct somebody to go to. And I've done that before. But I'm. You know, I'm I'm in the service industry, basically. So when somebody wants something, I like to be the guy that can get it. And yeah. That's one of the reasons, you know, I'm, I'm good at my job. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, bro, I don't have no fucking connects here in Reno. But there was Backpage was still around.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I go in there and I'm scroll. You know, I made sure I got the right search, you know, yeah. man want, and woman and yeah. stuff like that. So I send them the link. I say, here, you pick this over here you know, help yourself. I didn't hear nothing back. So I, I whatsapped it over to him. Maybe, maybe two hours later, I get a call. He calls me, he goes, friend, come come on down to the coffee shop. And I go, I'm like, shit. I was like, all right. You know, I was in and out sleeping. So I go down, I get dressed, I go down to the coffee shop and i see him and he's standing like this is like this table right here he's standing on one side of the table and there's these two girls standing at the other other side <laughs> of the table and these girls were rough bro these were fucking rough like one girl i mean you could tell like you know uh meth was their friend <laughs> girl had like the shit she had, she had no she had no cleavage to be wearing the type of shirt she was but it was like low and she had like lesions all on her neck
2: oh my god so
3: dude goes he goes for. Pika Beach. Pika <laughs> Beach. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, nah, bro, it's cool, man. I said, listen, man, you you go have you go have yourself a good time. A He's good like, no, time. no, 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 Pika Beach. So I'm just like, you know, and that's when somebody offers there's certain guys in the game, if they offer you something, you I mean, you know who's the heavy hitters and who's not, and you know who's somebody you might disrespect if they offer you something. It wasn't cash, so I'm not doing anything illegal. Well, maybe accepting prostitution might be illegal at this stage, but so I say to him, "I'm like, all right, man. Well, which one do you want?" And he go, you know, and I'm trying to like figure out which one of the two is better than the other because I already know what I'm gonna do. So I say, "All right, I'll take this one." So I picked the girl with the lesions on her chest. (laughs) (laughs) I take her right. So there was like three rows of elevators to go up to your floor at this casino. Again, I don't remember what casino, and he went. He went in I think the middle one and I went on the end. So I was like, yo, let's go over to the coffee shop real quick. Let's get some stuff. So I go in a coffee shop. I say you want something to drink, you want some candy, whatever. I got her like Skittles <laughs> yeah. and, and like a Coke or something.
2: Skittles <laughs> What a combination.
3: And then I just cause I'm trying to buy time. So I tell her, I said, Look, I'm you know, I'm married. I can't, you know, I can't do this. I you know, just do whatever you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? You got paid already and you know, yeah. just go do what you gotta do. And, right. and that was it she went off I don't know where she went and the next day he, you know he asked me so like, yeah you know uh, how was it and I was like oh man it was fucking great man I was like really appreciate <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate but but I'm just saying it's to me the gesture c- came from the heart <laughs> <laughs> and you know I had people offer me cash I had people offer me trip you know shit like that just for helping them but it yeah. was just like for that I was like okay that's what's up he meant well is this
0: a guy uh you still speak to
3: oh yeah 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 I still speak to him
0: that's cool oh, I,
3: I i've seen him recently too um oh, we didn't get a chance you know and every time he sees me he asked me for you know his you know his, his request but <laughs> he was he was at a pbc he was at a pbc show in in boston and he called me up he's he asked for it. i was like bro i'm not don't there. I don't, it's like I don't know what you think I am. <laughs> I'm not, I, it's that wrong promotion, and I'm not there.
2: <laughs> Frank, come in Boston, help me. <laughs>
0: so I haven't
3: come through since.
0: I forgot yeah. to have my gun. I
3: haven't come. I haven't come through since for him. But yeah, oh no, that, that was that's one of my favorite stories because it was it was touching.
0: Oh man, Frank. Well, uh, I see. You I got, got some. You brought us oh, yeah, uh, some top rank water. Top rank water well, you
3: guys are like the drink champs of boxing, so I figured I'd bring some top rank alcohol.
2: Let's go. There let's go. go. <laughs> he said the drink champs of boxing. You know what I mean? I actually love that because I was using that as uh a, a reference point. I'm like, man, drink champs smokes in their studio. Fucking kitten paws over here. Afraid of smoke,
1: man. No. You're not the only client we got. We are the only client.
0: We're well,
3: the best client <laughs> in the studio. Can you do edibles? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we we but can. They, don't, they don't. Yo, like. but they're
2: so lame. Edibles don't, don't hit like flower, man. This dude vapes all the time. That shit does nothing. I never see him high, but he's always. It never works.
0: Or I'm high all the time. Wow, and that's just how he looks. Out. <laughs> exactly, yeah, right.
2: his mood doesn't change. But I got a question. We actually had one from Ruin of five hundred four, but you already told us about your role in the sport. Uh, so I just want to show him some love, obviously, for dropping your question. James Valdez in San Antonio, Texas says, uh, "What were your thoughts and feelings when you heard Top Rank took notice in you?"
3: I mean, it was it was amazing because that's you know you don't expect that. We don't we don't get into this to this game to, you know, you want to get a job. You seek. You go around. Yeah. We talk to the promoters, and we say, you know, hey, if there's ever an opportunity. And like I said, man, it was just out of the blue, unexpected. And it felt good. It felt good. It felt good that somebody saw something in me, and, you know, no matter where it is that they put me. I don't – and to go back to your, your – you said something about where do I see myself going or something like that.
2: Mm, no, no, I, I think I asked – or, or – do you want to
3: continue to? I don't. I don't want to be. You know, whatever my position is now. My position's Frank Frank's day, wherever I'm at. You know, you could say I'm in a certain department or whatever, but like, really, they don't just throw around titles. So anybody gives a title, then maybe they're secure with that. Me, I always tell people. You know, some in in this game, people worry about you stepping on their toes and doing their job and talking to their fighters and doing shit like that. Me, I'm not like that, man. I tell people like this. There's there's one position that I eventually want. There's only one position that I'm coming for, and that's Aram's chair. Oh, Anybody wow. else, bro, I'm not like, do I want to be the... And this is all due respect to everybody, happy for it, but I didn't... My, my second... My half-life, or my second half of my life dream was to work in boxing. And I'm here, but it's not to be, you know, the gym manager or athletic director or whatever it is, or whatever I whatever I am. It's that I didn't say. So how are you going to achieve it? What what
2: what are you doing to achieve that? Because you have to surpass. Todd DeBuff to get that well. Bob I don't, chair. I don't,
3: I'm not saying I'm going to own Top Rank. I'm not saying anything. I mean, listen, anything. Can I mean, happen.
2: you don't have to own it to be the man. Like what, the CEO, the man running? No, it?
3: No, but you know, you could bump into somebody who's got a little bit of money and wants to invest in your vision, and and then you know. They, oh, well, you mean branching off into your own? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the only chair that I want. I don't. I'm not content with being the. You know, the, like I said, I don't want to disrespect anybody. Yeah. But if you if you want to just go into a, a position. You want to be the the creative director and then that's it and die being the greatest creative director of all time or whatever your job is. Mm-hmm. That's great, man. Yeah. Good for you, but not me, man. I want my own vision. I want to do my own so shit. So what's your vision? Do my own shit. But now here's here's the here's the great thing about boxing is there's no age restriction. Mm-hmm. Bob's ninety. You know what I'm saying? And he's he's still kill. He's still sharp. He's still mm-hmm. killing it. And everybody below him, sixties, fifties, seventies, eighties. And they're at the top. So, you know, I mean, 41's not young in other fields. But in boxing, you know, I'm still growing. Absolutely. I'm still getting creative. So, I'm st- like I would say, man, I don't know. So, you
2: want to run a promotional company or own a promotional company? That,
3: that's See, like, I'm in Harvard right now. And I'm just wanting them, like, you know, not a four-year. I'm not getting, you know, my concentration isn't four years or five years, bro. Like, I'm trying to get my doctorate and i'm trying to learn and like i said man i worked almost every department in top rank so i learned and that's the crazy thing like i'm up to 100 percent. i'm up to something people are like yo he's up to something but Fucking right i'm up to something i'm trying to learn every little bit of the game i possibly can now i don't know 100 percent about everything then i probably would be making good money if i did but this is this is what i'm learning so Will I be with Top Rank? If I stay with Top Rank the rest of my life, then my goal is to own the place. But if not, then yeah, I branch off and do my own thing. And but you know, at the same time, I have no—I don't want to—I don't want to put a time frame on myself and say like, you know, buy because I did that before, and it was a lot harder than I expected it to be.
2: But obviously, being so close to the sport, working with Top Rank, you see that they're. Is uh, some difficulties in working with other promotional companies that doesn't, I don't know, that's not scaring you off? That you're going to be considered a Dimitri, a Ludabella, you know, and and obviously those guys are well off. I wish I could be in their tax bracket, but I'm saying they're not a major.
3: Well, I I mean, listen, I mean... I mean, if I could be like the Jesus Christ of boxing, then if that was attainable, then I would be it. I'd be the perfect person. You know what I'm saying? But it's not. It's just you got to go. You got to go with the business, man. You know, we're. I like to say everybody in this room is a good person, but we're only good until, until we're not good until we're, we're not, bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's. And I'm not like twenty-four-seven a good person. You know, I'm fucking. I could get nasty. I can get real nasty, and I couldn't. Instead of ending someone right then and there, man, I can put some hoodoo voodoo on them to where they they suffer for twenty years, and and I get satisfaction in that, you know what I mean. But I don't like to go down that route. So you 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 played a good guy, you beat a good guy, and you kind of got to be that. Just the way boxing has been over the years, it seems like there's some good. And you know, I try to be as honest and keep it real as much as you can. But every once in a while, you know, you deal with people that just complete liars and that's the type of shit you could deal with I can't change boxing there's always going to be multiple promotional companies so if I'm a Lou Bella or Dimitri Salida then that's that's just the road I gotta go until I am Bob Arum or you know Don King in his prime so
2: are you still seeking that investor and that's why you haven't um you know gone further with this idea or are you still like you said in Harvard and still soaking in from Bob? I, I and, gotta
3: learn, bro. I learn, if I go off, on so my you're own, not ready. I, they, I would get eaten alive. I'm not ready. By all means, I'm not ready. And 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 I'm competitive, and I got an ego just like everybody else in this game because we all got egos. But I'm I'm not ready. And that's you know I it's like I tell fighters, fighters will be like, yeah, you know, you've been
2: uh, in nine years. You, you your Rolodex has to be. I mean, I'm good. Huge.
3: I'm good with everybody. Like the. I'm I'm the type of person I could call or or, or Facetime somebody and and usually they will pick up, but if they don't, I'll get a call back. So it's it's like anybody in boxing because I don't call nobody on some bullshit. It's either I call them about an opportunity or I call them just to check up on their well being. And you know, if if you're genuine with that and you call somebody, they'll they'll, they'll always answer the phone.
2: Do you have a a plan in terms of how many more years before you're like, that's it. I have to be doing it by then. You know, like for me, I, obviously I just threw a number out there, uh, but it gave me something to strive for. I ended up achieving full-time in this business in two, two years less. Like I told myself, man, I'm going to be doing this full-time in five. But again, I was it was tongue-in-cheek. But as I continued and hustled more, I was like, damn, three years I was able to, uh, do it full time. Obviously, that, that first year I went full time was not easy. <laughs> my audience knows that I was going through a divorce and losing my house, but I kept a straight face on and we, we, we got through the, the rough days and here we are. Um, but I did have a number. Uh, I'm very competitive. I wanted to be able to attain and achieve something by a certain amount of time. Have you thought that far? Have you put a timeline on it?
3: I mean, I really, I really, I mean, there's always extensions. Of course. I mean, I would say 10 years total with Top Rank. If I'm not, if I'm not. So you
2: only need one more, to, or you mean another 10? No, 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 no. That's not,
3: I still want to, you know, I still want to enjoy life in another 10 years. You so know, you're
2: saying one more, and one, damn, you so know, that's
3: I, a 12-month goal. Yeah, you know, my mind's still young and sharp. My body's still kind of young and sharp. So, you know, I want to, I want to eventually branch off and do something else. You know what I mean? I, I, I gotta find myself getting too comfortable sometimes, and, and it is. I'm a part of a team. Let me,
2: let me ask you, why do you think you would be good at that position? What is it in these nine years that you've done or relationships you've built or conversations? Because sometimes, you know, a, a, a huge moment for me, I was, uh, I think, in D.C. I think it was Badu Jack versus Lucien Boutet. I'm interviewing top dog Thomas Williams. And Floyd tapped me on the shoulder. That was it. That was a rap for me. I'm like, holy shit, you know me? And he's like, yo, good work. I'm like, you know me? <laughs> you know what I mean? So for me, that was a moment. I don't know. Uh, do you have that? Has someone said like, hey, you'd be perfect in... Doing this, or you should be doing this. Like, has someone I don't know motivated you, pushed you that that has you feeling this way?
3: Yeah, no. I, I it's, it's. I've multiple times said, "Hey, you, you should be a manager," and I said, "Look, I'm raising, still raising kids. It's not
2: a manager for, of fighters, Of
3: fighters. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you
2: don't like that. Position. People
3: say, you know, some people multiple say, yeah, Yo, you could be like an Al Heyman type of manager and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, but you know, I don't know if that's. I just, I just like, I like, I like God. Put me where I need to be, Mm -hmm. and and I don't. I I set goals, of course. You gotta set goals, and you gotta manifest and make those make those a reality. And I do have that. And uh, many times have I envisioned something, and it may not have been big. You know what I'm saying? They say you know you gotta uh, aim small, miss small, but or or if you got a big target that you want to hit, then then you got to put the work in to get it. And that's like I said. Sometimes I get comfortable. Like you said, some personal things might get in the way. But I find when your personal life is, you know, in disarray, your professional life should be be thriving mm-hmm. because it's like, shit, all right, because you, you can never have it good on both on both sides. I mean, if you put in enough work, it's like Kevin Hart said to his wife, you know, I could work hard and you can get some okay dick, but <laughs> I could not work hard and you're getting a good dick. You know what I'm saying? So that's like, that's what it is in, in life. If, mm-hmm. if you put shit like i said man i'm i don't know i don't know i'm not good at math but if i'm working 70 70 hours a week i'm putting in work absolutely so at home obviously i'm neglecting things i'm neglecting my kids sure i'm paying the bills sure i'm my kids got you know a little bit of allowance so they can get what they need and stuff like that but it's it's just it's hard it's like a fighter and i try to like when i talk to these young fighters i say man you you think like what you just did, you know. There's a fighter. He's at the gym yesterday, and he's he he runs five miles from his hotel and runs back Holy to the gym. Holy shit! And I gave him a ride yesterday, but he he said he'd rather run. With his anyway. gym bag, with what his what is gym bag, and can a we sweatsuit? get his name? Uh, Rashad Bogar. Bogar,
6: never
2: so even heard of
3: him. He's he you know he's had some setbacks. He was invited by um, Shakur's team, so they're taking care. Of. He's originally from Newark. And he was going about his his record and shout out to him and I was how do you spell him, the last name B O G A R, and he was saying something about his record and I was like man you just got to distance yourself from the record I said see what you're doing now and he's frustrated he's a little frustrated he came all the way out here on his own dime and you know he's there and it, it, as you can see it's a it's, it's not gonna be hard road. to
2: turn this around
3: and that's what I told him I said so the shit that you're doing now that I'm acknowledging you got to do that shit a hundred times over. Whew. To especially in his position and I like to use him because everybody I meet is an inspiration everybody inspires
2: and him. this kid's been put in tough yeah he, he hasn't they, they didn't give the poor kid a break
3: but he's but he's he's in the right mind and he's sacrificing
2: holy and he's, shit so I so. mean he's been in tough wow so, he fought he fought Cletus Seldon he fought Mikel Lespierre
3: Maxime Dadashev
2: Dadashev Juan Bousa and outlaw. That's uh.
3: And and he's good. Yesterday he, he had a night. He had a decent day. And and like I said, what he's been doing. He's been here for about two weeks. And obviously with his record, you know he doesn't. You know he's not a millionaire.
2: Damn, two weeks. And but, but but so he came just to get work. He
3: came, yeah. Holy shit. On his own dime. On
2: his own dime.
3: No no ride. No not asking a handout from anybody. And, and I, he's from North. And I kept it real. I said, bro. I said, you're you're probably not going to make it, but. What you're doing here, and he, he he appreciated my acknowledgement. I'm like, damn, bro, that's that's what's up. But you got to, if you want to make it in this game, you got to do this shit 100 times over.
2: So do you give guys like this, like, a B-side opportunity? Like, can you, like, hey, Todd or Brad, like, and you push a guy in and it? Because yeah you fuck, can fuck man he's he hasn't no. fought since 2018 it's gonna be tough i he's, mean it's
3: gonna it's gonna take Shakur he told he told he he's got three fight offers and he told him his guys that he shouldn't fight and he's like yo i'll fight him i said but you're not ready i said so why fight him you don't got your shit together
2: he got a three fight offer
3: no he's got three different fights oh three different fights. About a say, guy, guys with good records yeah and i said course. to him i said look man if you're not ready i said you you all this you've been out here like i said he was frustrated he might not have gotten the work that he wanted to he's He's happy to be around Shakur, learning, training his ass off. But that's in this game is just it's not enough, and it goes for us. It goes for us if we're not putting in the most work. If we worry about what somebody else is doing, man, mm-hmm. we take away from what we're supposed to do. And and that's what a lot of people. That's why a lot of people get stalled and held back is because they worry about what what this guy is doing and what that guy is doing. And if you worry about that, bro, it's it's fucked. So I feel like that's
0: that's with anything in life, though, right?
3: And, and 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 we do, and I and I and I sometimes got to practice what I'm preaching right now because I do. I worry about what other people are doing, and I'm like, oh shit. But then you got to remind yourself, no, 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 no. You're just you're gonna steer yourself away from your goal.
2: Yeah, I, I wanna go ahead. You sure? Because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. changing subjects. Yeah, ahead, we about ahead. to grab that wheel and... all the way to the left because uh, aren't you the one that put together the sparring for Fury and love joy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how'd that happen what made you pick lovejoy
3: well that's this uh, shout out to tyson fury it's the first camp i'm not working with him you know um i i his his camps i helped out with sparring i don't i don't like taking full credit because there's other people who brought some sparring ben davis and sugar hill brought their own guys i brought jared anderson i brought um christopher lovejoy so um uh, uh, one shot called me one day or he texted me one day and he's like yo let me get that fury work <laughs> that motherfucker <laughs> yo what, the, how was, what was your reaction to that was it a text i said i said no problem i like i like chris uh, chris okay. is a fucking was solid, we a love him. solid dude bro like like when i'm telling you like this a solid dude he's smart he's savvy and and if if you can get with him on a personal level he's somebody you could trust and has your back i don't talk to him every day i don't talk to him every week but I know if, if it came down to it, I could trust him and do that on my what's back. Up. So he's a he's a real one. So he, he called me up one day and or text me, I don't I don't remember, and he's like, Yeah. So I I I said, Yo, Tyson said, You know Christopher Lovejoy. And everybody knows Christopher Lovejoy. <laughs> so Tyson knew who he was right away. Mm-hmm. So he came in. He was like, oh Yeah, yeah. God. I'll get in there and they you know, it I I I'm not in the liberty. Of course to, you can't. You know, it's like it's like I don't know if you guys were there, but when Devin was made his top-ranked gym debut last yeah. week. It's that's always the Tiamu sparring and I was there for both of them. And they get on me all the time about, you know, me telling the media or if I'm ever talking to somebody about it. I said oh, was just good work. It's one day I'll, I'll I'll put it in my book or if these guys fight, it depends on who who I'm leaning towards at the time then I'll tell the true story or my at least my true story. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's multiple people, but in in that case, you no, know, Lovejoy showed up. And he, he sparred the uh, how many rounds he do? Uh, <laughs> it was a couple. Okay, okay, couple. okay. I, no, I'm I'm just trying I'm just trying to think like maybe it was maybe it was like three or four.
2: Three and four is good. Three or four. Three and four is good. And and,
3: and like I said, Chris Chris knows where his level is and I said for him showing up and putting in the effort that he did, I commend him for it. He landed something? He he did his he did good, bro. That's what's up. Listen, I I can't I can't okay, get the so le, details. Let me
0: ask you this because I've seen uh, Fury and Jared spar. Did he do better than Jared did? Of course not. They're calling Jared a future world champion.
3: So so Jared and Tyson sparring, they elevated both of them. Jared elevated Tyson. Tyson elevated Jared. Just being there because he was like one and two and zero when he got into camp. Antonio Leonard called me one day. He was like, "Yo, man, get." get Jared in the camp and I was like, you know, he's he's not tall enough. So Wilder's what 67, 66, 67, I don't know, and Jared's like 64. Who called you? Antonio Leonard. Okay. And he's like, get, you know, get Jared in the camp. What's his name? And it was I was kind of against it because of the, the height and then, you know, he's like, just just make it happen. You know, uh Jay Prince is there and these are guys that I'm really close with and, you know, I don't I want to make they take care of me. I want to always take care of mm-hmm. them. So I did. I said. I said to Tyson. I said, "Look, you know, I got this this, this young heavyweight we just signed. Give him a shot. If he's not good, you know, we just send him home." And they took him in. And, and uh, Tyson's brother said, "The um, said he's probably the best boxer he's ever been in a ring with." Wow. And. It's not like the. I could tell you the rumors. There's been like a story about him getting dropped and knocked out. Knocked out. It, has never, it has never happened. Yeah,
0: no, Jared, Jared debunked up. He debunked up. It's out.
3: never happened. And Jared, listen, if it was if if Jared was Jared could have just kept quiet on the, on the situation. Don't get me wrong. There's days Jared was doing very well. And there's days Fury was doing very well. And there's days it was just like you, you need to pay to see that what they do and they said just two guys that just elevated their game. Uh, Jared Anderson's different. If Jared does stays focused and doesn't let anything outside of the ring affect him or derail his 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 route to the to the top. Man, that's sky's the limit, bro. That Absolutely. could be a that could be a, a new Tyson. Right? Mm. Just it's it's New thing. Mike Tyson. Yeah, new Mike wow. Tyson. That's just what he does is, is just amazing, and he can only he can only train harder and get better. You know he's got an eight round gas tank right now. You know what I'm saying? Because he's young, mm-hmm. but once he gets that twelve round gas tank, unstoppable.
0: Wow. Yeah. No, J- Jared. Uh, I I think what'll help him too. Obviously, he puts that work in too, But as far as growing, he's so he's so personable and very nice, and you know smiling and. You know, just has a very good personality. So I think you he's know.
3: positive, real positive. And and the thing is, is like, and the only reason why I'm not saying he's an example, but you know, a lot of these young fighters is the mental health and mental illness affects them. Mm-hmm. And you see it with our 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 current crop. There's a couple of the the lightweights right now yeah, that got Ryan. some got some issues. There's more than just Ryan. Um, but I'm not saying Jared's there, but you don't know what could affect Jared. So if Jared, you know, something happens. You know, he's, he's experienced some trauma in his life over the past year. I know he's lost some family and friends and it's just how he reacts to it. Cause he's a good hearted kid. Absolutely. And if that, if he can just get through that and just be the Jared Anderson that we know he is, he's, he could be the biggest star in the sport. I think he's going to be the biggest star in the sport one day. I tell Jay and I tell Jay and Antonio all the time. I said, that's your golden boy right there. I said, that's your heavyweight, man. You get, you get one of them, especially in boxing and he becomes big. Phew, you'll make more money than any of your other fighters.
0: What was it like for you? Um, Because to me, it was a special moment when Devin came over to the gym and just seeing him and Shakur, you know, obviously they have a friendship and seeing them just kind of share some words with each other, uh, you know, obviously all positive. But in my eyes, along with Jared and, you know, Shakur and Devin are two of the future future guys in the sport, do you feel that way? And what'd you make of, uh, you know, just that, that moment that they had in the gym?
3: So, Shakur Stevenson, Shakur Stevenson, to me, is the, the best fighter in boxing. Now, you go pound for pound, you gotta have Canelo up there, just what that guy's accomplished. Shakur hasn't accomplished what Canelo's accomplished yet. But I mean, as far as like skill, I think Shakur is number one. I don't, you know, and every time I tell him that, he'll say, no, but is. And I, I say, okay, I agree. Bud's a fantastic fighter, one of the best of our generation. We go down as one of the best of all time. But I just say he's Shakur's another young fighter. If all goes re- uh, goes well with him, he's he's right here. He's uh, right in his head. He's right in outside of the ring, he's just focused on what he's supposed to do inside of the ring. He's he's a megastar. He's unstoppable. You know, and and I believe the same Devin Haney. It's, this is going to be my first opportunity to work with them. I've I've known the Haney's for 12 years. And we haven't always seen eye to eye. So anytime we see t- each other, it's a draw jack and back and forth. Obviously, I'm outnumbered. I see <laughs> a one and you see what his crew is. But it, it's all love at the end of the day. Bill's, you know, Bill's a character in a, of his own. But you got to commend him as a father. Because I remember around 12 years ago, he opened up a gym for his little son. And how old's Devin? Whatever, 12 years. He's 23. So, so, he's so 11, 11 years old. I remember he was, th- you know, he was this big. And he did all this for his son. And, you know, Bill will be the first one to tell you he wasn't, you know, he wasn't a, a priest. Or he, I'm not saying priest or the best or good, but he wasn't a Boy Scout and, and stuff like that. But what he did do is he took care of his kids and led them in the right path. Mm-hmm. And look where Devin is now. Devin is like the ultimate athlete. Like if you see the the time we went for sparring with uh, Tiafimo, he was there before we got there. And he left after we are. they were already packed up and done, still fucking working. And then anytime I seen him, the kid just, I say kid, he's a man, but he just works and works and works. And then you just look at him, he performs and he's just somebody else. he He's going to get better. He's just going to keep getting better because he's young and he has that work ethic. And his goal is to be undisputed champion. And I believe on, was it June 4th?
0: 4th in the US, 5th in Australia. Yeah.
3: See, I get those, those dates mixed up there. So June 4th, he's going over there for a reason. And, you know, you, you making a trip it depends it depends I, most likely not um but if i get called upon to go then i'll go why wouldn't you go because you have duties i have the gym so you know i'm, I'm still waiting for the haneys to come i talked to bill yesterday he's like yeah yeah we're gonna go to bones and it's like all right so you know i'm clearing some space for him moving some guys around so they got their their free time in the gym so I'm waiting for them to come if if they come like all is planned I know there's you know they're they're, they're planning on a couple other places that they're going to be working but if they come there it'll be Devin and Shakur back to back so who knows when Devin's fight comes up who's going to be in town and who I have to look after
0: mm-hmm. okay okay
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. I got some more here from the people before we let you go. Brandon Lenz in Houston says, from your time as a matchmaker, how real is the concept of ducking? If you would say it is real out of a possible 100%, what percentage would you put on the fighter's role in ducking?
3: Well, it depends on on, on what you're talking about. So if you're looking at four, six, eight round fights... In in the contract for the fighters, you, if 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 you're smart, and this is a little game, make sure you you have the promoter offer you two to three opponents for each fight. And a lot of guys just you know if you just if you don't have that in there, they can offer you one, say one and done, you turn it down. That's accounts as a fight without us without you actually fighting on your on your contract. Mm-hmm. So if if a fighter says, hey, you know, especially in those stages, you you gotta be you gotta pick and choose. But like I said, we got the best matchmakers to know like as far as developing and some boxing dads or some trainers that are overprotective of their fighters will be like, oh, we don't like this guy right now. So I guess you could say that's ducking. But if you go up to to co main event and main event, it's is really is not up to the fighter. Mm. It's not. So the fighter very rarely, and I mean, unless you guys have experience with that, I don't have a lot of experience. So with Earl's
2: that. not ducking Crawford in your opinion?
3: No, man it's, these are these are guys at the highest level. They have managers, they have advisors, they have business advisors. they have all kinds of shit that all kinds of people in their ears. And usually the fighter will make the final decision. But there's times where those filters that I had mentioned that are around those fighters, They might not tell them the whole story. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if it doesn't make... These guys are thinking more business. Once you get at that level, you got to start thinking more business for yourself. You can't just say, oh, I'll fight anybody anytime. Doesn't matter. I'm not in it for the money.
2: So Canelo's not ducking Benavidez by not taking, what, 100 plus million for two fights? With PBC? Versus 160 million for three fights with
3: Matchroom. You could... Popular opinion probably says, yeah. But, I, say, I say no, man. They give you 160 for three fights. But but you just mentioned the names. Canelo, Canelo could fight us if he wants. And you know what I'm saying? He he could pick and choose. He's earned that right. He's the I say the, the the cliche cash cow, but he is the man in boxing right now. So if he wants to fight John Ryder instead of David David Benavidez next. Who are we to tell that guy no? You know what I'm saying. He earned it. David Benavidez is still young. He's still he's still coming up. And and I say it like this: He should fight Charlo. Canelo says fight Charlo. Listen to Canelo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be a
2: sound. So body. what about Floyd being a Las Vegan? He says that he thinks Canelo's ducking Benavidez.
3: <laughs> Floyd's another guy. He 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 earned his right to pick and choose and say and say what he wants to say. And and we've. Earned our rights is paying customers to criticize what he says. So I'm just gonna say Floyd is probably looking at Canelo right now. It's like yo, that's the the Mexican version of me, mm. and I don't really like him.
2: It's which is crazy. He should be taking. He should be like you know uh, I, that Nas verse. He's like, or is it Jay Z where he says like a proud father watching his only son that made it. You know what I mean? Like you, he 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 literally says he learned from Floyd. So I would take it as some sort of compliment. I got uh Coach Myers in Connecticut. Who is the most laid-back fighter that you've been around and why?
3: Man, there's some there's some there's some real ones. I mean, I I will go I'll go more recent and there's a lot of uh a lot of really laid-back, cool, down-to-earth fighters, but I say like right now, um this this past like camp where he was at, I say Kenny Sims. Oh, wow. You know, he's he's we talk about some other shit. I trust his, I think he's got the best mind in, in boxing. I think, you know, as a fighter, I think he could beat anybody in his division. He's capable of beating anybody in this division as are some of the other fighters in the, their division capable. I just want to put that disclaimer out there, but I just think his IQ and just his mind for, for the sport is, is great. But on some real shit, on some family shit, we just, we just talk about that stuff and we can sit there. You know, he'll, he'll come in and he's like, I don't got a fight coming up. I'm not sparring today. Mm. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll be like that. And then we'll just sit there and just just chop it up. But there's so many of them. I'm just saying my recent interactions Shakur, when Shakur's not busy, Shakur's laid back, Shakur's chill. Uh, uh, you just had Christian Williams on. That's another guy, real guy, you know, um, good fighter, just, just laid back, real, great personality, great, great charisma about them but but just somebody down to earth you can just have like a real conversation and, and you can tell them a little bit about your personal business same as Jared same as the 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 one thing is is what a lot of people don't realize is these fighters they do have feelings they are sensitive so we Very so we crit- I didn't know that so we criticize them and we 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 talk shit and we tell these guys like you know oh you ain't that. but it, they hear it they see it it hurts their feelings you know I use Tiamina Lopez as as an example I don't know what he's going through you know he was he's like my little brother he was we were basically best friends coming up and you know whatever the past year year and a half two years we became estranged but i still love him i still wish the best for him you know he's another one he's he looks like he's on top of the world but he's sensitive Mm -hmm. you know inside the ring he's not so sensitive but outside of the ring it's like any of us no he's super sensitive you know it it, it, it's it's if your girl went and said yo you got a small dick that shit's gonna stay on your fucking mind and i'm not saying i mean us telling a guy
2: you're gonna you're gonna go on a on a a smashing spree to make sure she ain't
0: lying exactly
3: (laughs) then you gotta prove you gotta prove yourself you gotta make
0: that's why that's why i always make well you get a second opinion. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, this was like a thing more so in high school and maybe like my first year in Vegas. But any girl I had sex with, I always had a, had sex with her twice. Because if it was bad, you wouldn't have came back. You get know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> that, so that was like, you know, childish. You know, like I said, I was in high school, 18, living out here. yeah, no,
3: I never forget. But I'll never forget, like, you know, like when, when a, a woman's scorn, or I guess that's the thing. But I remember a girl said to me, like you think I want your two minutes a dick? Or some shit like that. And I'm like, I still remember that shit. <laughs> I don't always go two minutes. Sometimes I go a minute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but in, in, in that case, you don't forget. So when you tell a fighter, like, yo, you're ducking this guy, and you ain't shit, and you look like shit your last... And that's I say like this, just like as the psychology of, of a boxing fan or a boxing insider, that's, your, that's equivalent to... That being told to us, damn, whether it's true or not.
2: Yeah, no. Listen, I, I I learned the hard way that they 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 have feelings and they are very emotional and sensitive and 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 someone, whether or not they are looking, someone is sending it to them. So you're in a rock a hard a rock in a hard place, regardless. But Frank, uh, we got our next guest outside. And I think we're done. Actually, we got a two last minute ones slid in from our community. Brandon Maurice in Cincinnati says, Are you familiar with the term? <laughs>
3: top rank diet. No, what's that?
2: <laughs> You've never heard of a top rank diet. Uh top rank diet is this thing going around the internet that is kind of to like um label the top rank upbringing of a prospect. You know they give them their diet, where they make sure you know they're getting what they need, all the nutrition. <laughs> give,
3: give me, give me an example of somebody on the top rank diet. Keep it real. I mean, I mean,
2: I-, I would say Flores was on a diet for a minute, and and you know, you know, he had a couple fights that he didn't take. Albert Bell, he didn't take. Mm-hmm. Uh, another, another, you know. Uh, then you got, um, fuck, man. We made shirts, though. I'm going to be real. No,
3: I I, <laughs> I get it. I get it. So so using Flores, using Flores as an example. No,
2: no. Don't use Flores. He's in here tomorrow. No, just, just use my, someone else. No, no, but
3: I just, I just want to say, like, like, like listen, kid's a hell of a fighter. As as an amateur, he was, you know, number one in the world. Yeah. And... And you guys signed him at 16. You know, he had, he has some health issues for his loss with um, Luis Alberto Lopez. And give credit to Luis Alberto Lopez. That dude's a fucking little killer, bro. A mm-hmm. little awkward fucking killer. So... You know, these are again. These guys are learning on the job. I I say like this. Top rank develops fighters better than anybody. So if they get up to a certain place, and you, we could say, oh, he hasn't fought anybody. It's, I guess it's the top rank diet. I guess I guess you know. There's, if he's a paying customer, he's he's entitled to his opinion, and I value his opinion. And I'm sure. Well,
2: that. well, there's also this. Even Shakur, some would say he got it right. Like. Um, he earned his way to the WBO shot and he should have fought Valdez three years ago and instead he got a vacant title. And then he moves up and Navarrete gets a vacant title. You know, so it's kind of the trend over there, you, you know? Like, it. like, I mean, uh, Josh Teller's moving up and fucking Teal's rumored to get a vacant title. Off of laws versus some dude we never heard of. That's
3: well, that's 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 politics. I don't know the the thing in, in the politics on that stuff. So I mean, I I don't agree. I don't yeah, disagree. but those politics
2: wouldn't exist if it weren't for the relationships with the promoters. Obviously, the WBO is showing favor to top rank for the years of business, like the same way they show favor to Frank Warren, you know. And and and, and Al Heyman gets favor with the WBA, you know. We call that what uh what is it WBA
3: what benefits Al? Okay, so. It's like basketball. If the ref favors your team on a bad call, we'll take it. You know what I'm saying? It's Absolutely. the same thing. I play. You know what team I play for. So if there's a bad call and it favors one of our fighters, I take it. Mm-hmm. Now, between me and you, off record, off air, I'm I, there's a good chance I'm going to say, yo, you know, our guy might have lost. I'm mm-hmm. not going to use any examples. I don't really have any examples off the top of my head. But, you know, how many times have I seen being on the team that I'm on, have we, we, we got jobbed out? And and we got the bad decision, so you know that it, it goes it, it goes
0: both ways. It
3: does. It really does. So it's not. It's it's just it's just boxing as a whole. I mean, listen. If you got your opinions on top rank, that's cool. I mean, I don't agree with everything we do. You know what I'm saying? But again, I'm I'm in the position I'm at in, and I make what I make because I'm not Bob Arum and I'm not <laughs> Todd DeBuff, yeah. and I don't know what they know, and I don't have that that experience or Brad Jacobs or all, all these guys that do run the ship. So, if the top-ranked vet, to to them, it might be valid. I call it fighter development. So, if you see a guy getting brought up, we try not to make our guys fight stiffs, even though it looks like it. At least the record's perceived to be better than what What, they are.
0: What the fighter is.
2: (laughs) I got another one here. I don't know. You might take a uh, no comment or you don't know on this. Uh, Jay Miller says, on the Barbershop Conversation podcast, Cameron Duncan said... There was a no black fighter rule at top rank for potential good fighters. He said there was an NBF sign in the office. Are you aware of that?
3: NBF. No black fighters. Oh, no, no. There was no sign. Um, Cameron Duncan was the best manager in boxing. He had Bradley, Jesse Vargas. Terrence Crawford, Mikey
2: Garcia.
3: So, it's... it's Donito whatever. Donaire. Donito Donaire. So, he had all these guys, <laughs> bro. And he, he was a good manager because he got his guys the best money. But once these guys figured out that they don't need him and don't need to pay him his money, then that's fine. I don't know. I've never had an issue with Cameron Duncan. He had...
2: And, and I told him that before. Like, I know he told me on an interview. Uh, his quote was like, they can leave you as a manager. That's why I became a promoter. Mm-hmm. So, you know... I I'm only saying that to say that maybe some of his bitterness still realms for, uh, stems back from that. Like, look at the names we just listed off. Imagine he would have still had those names. Imagine he still has a piece of Crawford or a piece of Mikey. You know, he's making some serious money, mm-hmm. but he
3: doesn't. So I can see how he's a bit—he's—he's he's sour. He's sour grapes right now. But it's—it's. It's, I mean, he got boots and he got, Brandon he got Lee. got boots, but he's, he got an eye for talent. Somehow ba- he finds he's it. He's one of the best recruiters that have. Ever lived in boxing, and I tell you like that. Now, if, if he has an issue, he had an issue with me about something, and I don't know. And that's just how he is. He just getting nah. He might change
2: though. Uh, have you? When's the last time you spoke to him? Because he's uh super. He had a, like I wanna. I don't. I think he had some sort of near death experience. He he's, did. He's, he's born. Ag- he's born
3: again. Super I mean, religious now. Listen, we're we're all born again. When I mean,
2: but I mean, based off that, he has to at least entertain a conversation with you because you know, Bible preaches forgiveness.
3: It it does, but the the thing is, is I'm not saying Top Rank won't do business with him. Oh no, they no, no! I'm not saying him they haven't top done rank. business with it, with him. I in mean, years. you
2: and he. Since you said you, oh, had oh, I have it.
3: no issue. Him and I don't. don't well, get, you said he didn't like you. It's just for whatever, because I'm with Top Rank, and, and he was somebody I did like enjoy my. But he doesn't trust nobody, and he's been known to tell fibs here and there. And mm-hmm. I'm not like I'm not going in on him. I respect Cameron Duncan. I respect him for what he does. But whatever his issues are with with my team. If he's not with us right now, good riddance. But if he brings something to the table, you know what I mean? He fixes us a plate that we can eat, then oh, So he by never all brought means, that he never
2: brought that boots plate to the they table? Did.
3: He did. I seen him maybe two years ago. He came into the office and I was like, Hey Cameron, and he went right and had a meeting with Tyler. Wow,
2: he, so you guys had the
3: chance at boots and didn't take it? We did, but there was so much other stuff that I don't. I yeah, honestly, no, no, I, I know. know he did. He did have There's a, another Chris Mittendorf yep, and another guy yep. involved. They and just got
2: him out now, so I get they didn't want to be part of Brandon that legal Lee, battle.
3: You know, all these, all these things like that he had. But you know, Cameron, I wish him the best, man. I don't. I know he's been sick. I know he wears like a colostomy bag and walks yeah. around with it. I mean, I don't know if we should put that shit out there, but <coughs> I wish him the best, man. I wish, I wish, I, I wish him nothing but good health and success. He, like I said, he was one of the best. Mm-hmm. but, you know, you come at, at the team, and I remember he was talking shit about me one time. He's like, I don't trust this guy right here, and I'm like, Cameron, I'm standing right fucking here. <laughs> So he said it in front of you, at least. You, yeah, he said <laughs> "Um, oh, Dude, I, and I, I hate to, I, I can't think of his name, so I'll just pass on with that, but yeah, that's, there. if there was an MBF sign, they they took it down the day before I got the top rank, but oh, I, I, I believe there's never, I mean, if you look at it, you look at the top-ranked stable right Especially now. Especially
0: right now. That definitely I mean, Shakur, Devin, Keyshawn Davis, Jared Anderson. Like, come on, we man. Got and uh, Tiger Johnson. Mm-hmm. Tiger Johnson.
2: Uh, Bruce Carrington. Come but on. listen, we're going to go to a quick intermission, take this picture with Frank. I want to thank you. Uh, I see you brought a lot of gifts. Yeah, I don't just, know if you want to show them on No, air. No, no, no.
3: It's just for you. It's All not, right. It's nothing special. You just, you know, this is just stuff that was laying around, and I can, you know, I bring, I come bearing gifts for you guys. You guys can are oh, the man. A, You don't you're even have man. to look at them in front of me.
2: You're the man. Well, we're giving you plenty of water and Red Bull here. All you can eat.
3: <laughs> I appreciate you guys for having me, man. No, thank, thank you, you. We want to
2: make you a regular like Evan, man. We're out here.
3: Thank you. 12
2: years. I never expected it to turn out like this. TheBoxingVoice.com. Shout out to the community, man. I appreciate y'all. What's happening,
5: people? Info Joe, Los Angeles in the building. Adrian, the problem wrong. The man from the frozen tundra. Keem, straight out of Florida. Liz Low, Decatur, Georgia.
7: You already know what it is. It's the Queen, Market K, Detroit. Stand up.
5: David Maldonado, New York City. Yo, nuts. Don't cut me off, man.
2: Don't cut me off. King, I mean the Catch me for them championship rounds. Big, Super claim Plainview, Texas. Davidian in Buffalo. God bless you all. Jesus Christ. Without
4: ain't nothing, without the callers, it ain't nothing, man. Bad girl, TKO, San Diego, California. Big Fish Vegas, on Beach, Florida. Treat the incredible, straight out the ATF.
5: James Benitez, Huntsville, Alabama. It ain't hatin', it's just the truth. Showkid, my brother, New York, suckers. SDS promotions. Coach Mide from
2: London, UK. S- Checking in from Tennessee, is legal, James, P-A-Y-E-N-E, it's legal. Line
4: 6, Reed, just spreading that boots gospel. <laughs> oh from Babylon, only in America. I'm a true attestation to the American dream. King born, Kline Heights, Brooklyn, you heard? Four
1: chicken wings and french fries, breakfast, and champions. Let's get to it.
0: JT, New Orleans, Louisiana.
5: Stuff like that. Yo, TBM, this is Coach Go on to Louisiana, 504, baby. Ah! What have you? C. Y. E. California. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, join YouTube members and Patreon for some.
0: This is the number
5: one pound for
0: pound and two division champion, Marvin the Tank Furman from Dallas, Texas.
5: City, bon squad. Brandon Maurice, aka the AJ trucker, Trucking, right out of Cincinnati, baby. Mad Paper 100,
6: US Virgin Islands.
5: Ch- Chick Chiccarelli, Hollywood, California. Louis Reyes, Boston, Mass. Yo, drop that SDS shit, This message was brought to you by SDS Promotion. The voice of the people. There is no
4: equal. The darkness is your ally. The
5: dark. I was born in it, because when he has been in the bright lights and enjoying his time having fun and lapping up, no problem, you're the big celebrity, you're in the bright lights, I've been in the dark, in the trenches, in the gym,
2: <laughs> theboxingvoice.com.
5: as soon as I batted him and took all his belts, camp started the next day. Oh, what a right
2: from in the takeover down. He's a good yeah. villain though, he's yeah, a no, good
6: he
5: villain Could have bought anybody, Lomachenka, Devin Haney. Unfortunately Lomanchek is not available, beautiful. Devin Haney, step up. Take your belt.
2: Yes, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We just wrapped up with Frank Stay of Tap, Bron- Top Rank. Top Rank, and we are back with yet another Top Rank prospect here, probably on the verge of contendership. Uh, you're 19 and 0 at the moment. 16 0. No. Six. Oh, 16 and 0. I'm sorry, uh, but we are joined by Andres Cortez, uh, born and raised here
0: in North Vegas. Yep, yep. Thank All right, you. so you're a, a genuine Las Vegan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just speak a little bit closer to the mic, champ. Yep, there we go. But um <clears throat> champ, you know, just just talk to us. Obviously, you got started, you got that Mayweather deal and then um moved on and got the top ring deal. You know, just talk to us about how that came about and just your upbringing and everything like that.
8: Oh, I mean, you know, I I turned professional in Mexico. Uh, got my feet wet over there and then um signed to Mayweather Promotions. Then did three years with them, then, um, you know, got lucky enough to got um, to fight in the bubble during COVID. Um, and now I'm just here, you know, fighting in my first fight on contract. So uh, I'm excited and I want to keep giving knockouts and get, keep giving these uh, good performances and um, keep um, showing the world what I can do. So
2: how did you uh, get that promotional deal with Top Rank?
8: Um, I'm on a I'm on a two knockout streak. Um I had one uh viral knockout. Um I'm kinda I was coming in kinda like as an opponent and uh so now I'm just, you know, um,
0: you know, move, moving on forward. Um so at this point in your career you got the top rank deal, right? Um, still undefeated, looking to take that next step in your career, you know, look for those ten and twelve round fights and look for those, you know, uh those regional belts, as we like to call, it, that yeah. are so important to be in the rankings and move up the the rankings. Where do you stand now, as far as your career is concerned, and moving forward?
8: Um, I'm ready for the for the top. You know, um, I just got offered Jamal a hearing. I took it with no questions asked, and he denied it. So, um, I'm ready for the big fights. Um, uh, you know, I've been ducked for for some time now by who's ducking man. you. A lot of these people, man. I, I need yeah. to know
2: names. I, we know. never heard of you, so it's like to for you to say
0: you've been ducked. I'm like, wow, okay. Well, I mean, um, he just said Jamel Herring. You know, turned down the fight. So. Okay.
8: You know, it, it his go- comeback fight. Yeah, yeah, for for May. You know, I was supposed to. I already have my fight. You know, April thirtieth. Well, but-
2: do you truly believe he turned it down or ducked you? He he has been on record saying that he was on standby to get the Cambosis fight had Haney not accepted it. No. Nah, uh
8: what I he, what I heard, you know, well by my by by our team, you know, we've been offered, you know, the fight. Um, you know, there was a date and everything. Um, and the, it was up to him and each he, he decided to pick someone else for that for that fight. And and I was willing even to go up five pounds to fight him, so you know.
0: You were willing to drop five pounds. No, no, no go, go up because you're at 30. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously that fight would be at 35 since Jamel said he is.
2: But he flucked. You flugged. I mean, you've been more than just 30. You haven't really officially weighed in at 30 because you haven't fought for a belt. So, yeah. you know, 30, 35, I'm sure, isn't an issue for you. So you don't buy the whole uh, he took a bigger opportunity?
8: Uh, well, the guy that he fought, um, I think, has about the same record, if not. Um, I, he's the guy that fought. Well, I don't know who he's fighting exactly, but what I've heard is he fighting uh, the guy that fought um Adorno, the guy that uh, the ha- Jaime J- Jaime Ortiz. Yeah. That's what that's what I've heard of. But I'm not and sure and, of. and
2: that's what I'm saying. Like he's got more TV time than you. He's I mean, more recognizable than you.
8: I mean, I, he I've got
2: been, the fight with Adorno on ESPN. Plus, he been on Showbox. So for Jamel, it's like, yeah, this guy people know.
8: I mean, but I knocked out Servania in one round. That's the guy that dropped Valdez for in a world title fight.
0: That's true. You got your argument. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. So,
8: but but I hear I hear. First of all, let's talk
2: about your nickname before we get into. Uh, you living up to the nickname yeah. from what I'm hearing Where'd you get the nickname Savage from? That's not typical for a Latino
8: I mean, I, I just think, you know, I'm a killer, man mm. and, and I think that that name fits me You know, there's no no other way around it, you know
2: Well, since there's no other way around it Would Shakur call you a killer?
8: <laughs> I mean, you know, that time won't come You know, the, the time won't come um, But I know his team will I know his team will, so... Uh,
2: so you've sparred not Shakur, but people in his camp?
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who'd you spar? Um, uh, I don't know his name. Um, he, He's with him. He's with him. He's right now,
2: team. he's with him. Chris yeah. Williams?
8: No, no, no. Kyle. Kyle. Oh! Uh, call, oh, Anto- oh! Uh-oh.
2: Uh, we're talking to the mic. And you Uh-oh. are, sir?
7: I'm Louis Cortez. Oh, yeah. you're the brother? Yeah. Manager I, or just brother? Uh, whatever mm. you want to call him. Oh, okay. I'm just his older brother, you know, and... I do all the business outside of the ring, and we we here right now, sixteen and zero. So, so uh, before we did bring you guys on there, we were
0: informed that there was um, an altercation, an altercation between or,
2: Shakur Stevenson's camp and your camp. So, I just wanted the details. What's up?
0: What happened? What what happened there? So, you were sparring Antoine Cobb, uh, a member, a fighter of Shakur. What came of that, and what led to said altercation?
8: I mean, you know, my brother will tell you better the story. Okay, and yeah. I just, go,
7: go ahead. Look. Nah, uh, it, it's a simple story. You know, long story short, you know, um, my brother has a good similarity style to Valdez somewhat. You know, so Val, I mean, uh, Shakur, he's a competitive person. He's trying to spar everybody, of course, right? But we got our big fight coming up as well. We, we find somebody that's six foot. All. Wow! You know, so we ain't. You know, we're here to build our brand and finally get recognized, so the whole world knows what we could do. You know, so uh, um, um, Shakur kept asking Frank, "Yo, I want to. I want to spar uh, Cortez. I want to spar Cortez." And I was like, "Yeah, man, th- we gonna spar for free. Don't worry about it. We gonna get it done because we want to see where we at too." Well, Shakur kept being somewhat a little bit annoying, and it was like almost stepping on my toes because Frank was texting me. And I was like, man, this shit getting out of out of hand. This shit getting out of pocket. So, but 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 how how so? Because, I mean, you're making it seem like it was excessive texting. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. It was definitely you know, he was it was. Like I said, he was stepping on our toes So and it then, was an ongoing thing yeah, yeah, a little bit like, you know, it, it, the tensions were there You know, like, you know, Shakur DM, Lil Bro But, but why
2: would he insist on sparring your brother? What was it that he seen or that your brother did?
7: Uh, you know, there's a whole lot of things that, you know, I'd rather not say and speak about it, you know you know a couple of management deals and then go through that you know they part of or whatever okay you know but like a, a whole lot of so i'm at the fill next.
2: in that blank for you are you saying that james prince wanted
7: to sign your brother I, and I because you didn't go in that direction you're feeling i ain't gonna speak upon none of that just because you know my respect is there for mr prince and he did you know uh, give me some education and knowledge but, uh, you know, I mean, like I said, it was, uh, Shakur was just kept asking or whatever. And of course, like Shakur, my brother sparring Shakur would be the best Spawn for Shakur. But at the same time, we got to focus on our own, own self. So long story short, whatever, um, we needed some work. So uh, Frank brought us in to spar Antoine Cobb. And Shakur was feeling his groove or whatever in the ring. And he, he, he looked at me. He's like, tell him I want some work. Not just told him straight up, you ask and you shall receive. You know, and um uh Lil Bros got in there with Anton Cobb Anton Cobb and um before that the whole team they were talking loud, like just nonsense stuff, just Eddie Reynoso could be here. They ain't gonna do nothing. Y'all could bet three hundred thousand to get a hundred. Like just loud. Talk. But why? Why Eddie? You train with Eddie? Nah, mm. nah, They were just feeling good. You know, they were just feeling good. And I mean, we come from Floyd. Like, I, my brother got signed with Floyd. He, he had a spark tank in front of Floyd, and Floyd was literally in our ear talking shit. So it's like that shit ain't gonna work over here. Like, get that out of here. So like, you know, they just added flame to the fuel. And I started talking my stuff and um What did you say exactly? A whole lot of stuff. Gimme one line. Um, y'all done fucked up. Okay. Okay. Y'all done fucked up, you know. And um at the end of the at the end of the whole thing, I mean Cobb of course he's very inexperienced for my brother. But you know, it was bad intentions, you could tell. My brother just dissected him. Lil Bro didn't even get hit at all. It was the easiest work ever to be so real, and Shakur was all pissy. He was like literally right next to me, the whole team, and um, even Shakur's grandpa t- said, you know, he couldn't even say, I can't even say nothing. They were all just mad, you know. And at the end of the di- at the end of the spawn camp, I just said, respect isn't given; is earned, and left it as that. So, Andres, how many
0: rounds did you do with An- with Antoine? Uh, four so this back and forth is going on throughout the entire sparring so you said Shakur was right next to you so during the sparring like you said uh you're saying they had a lot to say before um during the sparring is, uh, is there still stuff being said like to you or to to your team during the sparring
7: yeah they they didn't have faith in their mans and i told them that because they're like oh you're picking and choosing you don't want to spar Shakur. And then that's where I told him, like, man, that's cold blooded. Y'all don't got faith in y'all man. That's that's fucked up. So <laughs> so so you spar you sparred Antoine
0: and obviously Shakur was the one you're saying who wanted to work. So did that after the whole back and forth, did that work ever happen or no? Did you and Shakur ever get you know get some work? Well, that was just
8: what, Friday, Thursday?
0: Yeah, that was that was brand new. That was just that was just a couple, couple days ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, do you think it was just like a, a, a fighter talk, or do you think there's more to it? Do you think it's—at it's it's, it's nah, sh- at this point, it's just—it's actual beef, or is it just nah. gym, gym talk, fighter yeah, talk? Yeah,
7: yeah. You know, I think it's just—you know, Shakur is a very competitive person. I mean, who isn't throwing the sport of boxing? I mean, you know, like I said, we, we, we're we focusing on our, our fight, you know, and uh, Shakur wants to get some work with little bros because he getting ready for Valdez, but— you know, it, it was, he got, I think, a little bit too much asking for the work and he got too cocky. So we had to, you know, tell him what time it is. And believe it or not, I'm gonna be real and everybody could believe it what they want to believe in. Shakur seen my brother spar right there like ringside and I seen Shakur I, a little bit. I wasn't really paying full attention, but you know, man, dude, dude ain't no killer, bro. Like. Shakur, Shakur, got g- great defense. He gonna catch your stuff and whack you back, but he ain't the type that's gonna really hurt you. He gonna point you out. He gonna he gonna neutralize it, and that's that. We got we talking about, you know, my bro. Really, he, he just stopped. He just stopped. Jamel Harris. Come on, man, man. That was, a, that was a friendly fight. Mm. That was a friendly fight, bro. Like that's not a real fight. So dude. what are you saying? Are you saying that he? Uh, are you guys saying that? He doesn't get past Valdez you think nah, Val- bro, Styles make fights once again and like man come on you know but like to each his own that's what I'm saying like you know that's why you know I talked my stuff when that happened because they they felt like they could get one on, on, on us and we sent them home all sad like now,
2: when you say you sent them home, all sad. Why all were they sad? Though? Yeah, but because, how'd you send them home? Is it you mean like their gym session was over and they still wanted it? They were
7: all in the ring looking at low bro spawn, and I just talked my shit because they were talking their shit. So you know, I'm not gonna. I ain't no sucker. I ain't you know I ain't soft. So you know, I just said the right things to send them all home sad. And did your brother? Perform Antoine Quab is too inexperienced for my brother He didn't even land a punch They wanted to go six rounds They couldn't even last four rounds my So bad. when you say he can't last you saying Antoine got out He got out I said you don't want no more right No mas He got out Damn, you made my you look my co-host's man. face. He from Chicago. <laughs> man, my brother's a true killer, bro. Like, man, we we finally got our little little promotion thing going on. So we got our work that's gonna keep coming in, and you know it, it's bound to happen. You know, we just gotta you know work the right way and and make the right moves, and with God's will, you know, we gonna make it happen. So you said Styles make fights, but
0: you didn't give me a your pick in the Valdez and and Shakur fight. I think I know which way you're headed, but there's people in the chat like so. Who? Yeah, because this is live. Yeah, so
7: it's, who's your pick in, man, in that fight? Man, man, like I said, styles make fights. Uh, you know, of course, you know I'm gonna ride the hot hand. Um, you know, um, my pick realistically. I'm from Las Vegas, so I like to bet. Uh, I'm gonna take the over. I'll, you know, I'll take the over. Mm. <laughs>
2: so he he believes Shakur's going to decision. <laughs> yeah, I'll
7: take I'll take the over. Leave it as that. But you know you can, odds are always meant to be broken for sure. You know um so don't count out Valdez. He's a hungry man, but uh you know I think Shakur does have the the skills to pull out that fight for sure. Um, Andres
0: Andres, you've been pretty uh pretty quiet while your brother was talking uh. Is there anything that you would like to add, you know, to, to the incident that took place uh, at Top Rank Gym? I'm assuming. So
8: yeah, I mean, nothing really to add to it, you know. Okay. It's not. It was just another day in the gym. Okay. And as far as you know, it comes with me. You know what I mean?
2: Do you feel that Shakur Oni wanted to spar you because you was doing whatever you was doing to his
8: friend? I mean, I don't take nothing personal. You know what I mean. As far as boxing, like nothing's personal. You know, um, it's business at the end of the day. But you know, uh, I mean, I do. I get up in there and do what I got to do. Cause that's not, I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I just go in there, and beat people up, man. To be so honest.
0: Who do you? So, so now your brother gave his thought. What are your thoughts on the Oscar Valdez of Stevenson unification later this month? Um, you know,
8: I, I really, I really believe Shakur will, you know, be able to beat him up, um, may be able to stop him. I don't really know. Um, you know, Valdez hasn't been stopped before, but, um, I do think, you know, he's going to be able to handle them and, um, uh, definitely take him late. You know, um, like I said, I don't really know. It, it just goes as far as, you know, if, if Valdez is on some stuff, to be so honest with me, uh.
0: Like you're saying, given that he that popped hot. okay, some of that tea, okay.
8: <laughs> so, uh, and and if he's on it, you know he's gonna be able to endure a little more. So, you know, it could go twelve rounds, but um, I got Shakur unanimous decision.
0: Okay, 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 okay. Do you think do you? Think, I
8: wanted to okay, I wanted ahead, to ask this,
2: ahead. and I don't want to forget, man. Were you guys in the gym when Shakur sparred? Uh, just waiting to see any facial expressions. Uh, the Vargas's Ma- Amado. No. Okay. Have you sparred any of the Vargas's? Cause
8: uh, you're I, local. I've sp- i sparred about both of them. The, uh, junior. Uh, no, no, no. The two younger ones. Emiliano yeah, and
2: Amado? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd it go with Amado? Did you see the highlights of Shakur's Amado?
8: No, no, no. no I didn't see him.
2: So, yes. so, so. It's not that much of a highlight though. It's like yeah, four I mean, or five punches it's Shakur landing on him. That guy not landing. But the, the the
0: the reason he's asking is because um we were we were informed that I guess. Amado was on on video publicly picking Valdez, and we were we were told that Shakur had an issue with it. Uh, there was some DMs exchanged, uh, some sparring took place. So that's that's the reason. Like it some came payback up. sparring for picking against him. You know that, that's the uh, you know obviously the reason we're bringing it up, given you know what you guys told us took place in the gym last week. So. Just wanted to see, uh, you know, mm-hmm, if, if mm-hmm. you guys, if you guys were there for that, because we were hearing a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of tea, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. So as far as that, uh,
2: so being uh, from here in Vegas, do you use the top rank gym now? Did you just decide to migrate there, or are you staying in your home regular gym that you, I guess, started in?
8: Nah, I, I just started training in there. Okay, um, like, and
2: you're gonna stay there. Yeah, I'm gonna stay there. So where were you before then?
8: I was honestly gym to gym, oh. like. uh. I was like uh, Las Vegas Flight Cove um, and then sparring at really at any gym, Sala's, uh, just wherever, wherever, really.
0: Um. You
8: know. Have
2: you ate at that barbecue spot? What's the name of it? That's no, not a barbecue spot. So chicken
0: spot. It's Jesus, a, it's a chicken spot. Uh, in Las the Vegas par- chicken, Nevada Chicken Cafe. It's in the par- same parking lot as. What uh, you ain't uh, get uh, out of working out and go <laughs> eat a rotisserie
8: chicken? That's one of the healthiest things to do. I didn't even know that place existed. Yeah, no
0: way. Yeah. Cause you know where the real boxing. Gym yeah. yeah. Is? Okay, it's right next to that. Okay, but it's 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 a good. Um, it reminded. Are you guys? You're of Mexican descent, right? Yeah. yeah. It reminded me of uh, uh, pollo al carbón, like because you know they grill it. It's healthy. It's good and juicy. So uh, that that's like our go to, uh, our go to spot when we're done working out.
2: So uh, have you gotten some work with Devin again? Being local?
8: Um, Well, I actually went to middle school with him. So Mm. when I was younger, we uh, we sparred, but um, as of like years now, I haven't. Mm. Yeah. Why haven't you tried to get with that? I don't know Like We have the same uh, Strength coach um, So I see him At phase often. one Yeah I Okay often,
0: yeah. Okay so you, so you do your strength And yeah, condition yeah, at phase yeah. one How do you like that I mean I'm I mean good. they say Iron Sharper Zion I'm yeah, just yeah. saying What's up You the
7: manager over here Nah You don't look, want that uh, Devin work Look I, I, I got a lot of love For Devin's team And the, the way just My brother spars Is like If my brother spars somebody It might not go go good You know like It's just Ha <laughs> He's he really making you a killer the, right now. The intensity, you know, it's just—it's just the intensity is very, very high. And then, like a lot of people say, like. Sparring is just to, to work, you yeah. know, but it's just the way my brother is is installed is a little different, so I don't want that animosity or like them bad intentions, you know. Like, I we've been saying seen Devin grow up from yay tall. I mean, like, I, he said he went they went to school together, so there's a whole lot of other people to beat up on. Then, you know, okay. well, who, who have you gotten some of the best work from, though? Cody Crowley? 'Cause he, he talks. He's too big. Come on, I'm now. just I don't know. I don't know.
2: I don't know. <laughs> I know like fifty four, man. Nah, he's forty seven. He forty seven. forty seven. Devin sparred him. That's what I gotta ask. Yeah, Devin yeah. sparred him. I gotta ask. And I and and I don't know how long you may know Crowley. Maybe Crowley was lighter. Maybe you sparred him in an amateur. I look
7: I look after my brother sparring sessions. Like I don't like to let my brother spar bigger people. I was already, I'm not gonna lie, when I seen a Cobb 144, I was like, shit. Like, you know, a lot of people lose their careers in the boxing gym. Mm. You know, so um, you got to know how to move, man.
2: So you have been living off experience, LOX, yeah. or you have you managed and, tra- you know, dealt with other fighters? Man, is this your first experience? This
7: is my passion. I'm just rocking with passion here.
2: So you know? uh, what, what gave you the confidence to let your brother drive the vehicle um, that is your career?
8: Yeah, just like kind of the way we grew up, always together. Um, I feel like... Um, at the end of the day, he's going to have the best interest in me than a lot more, a lot other people. Um, and, you know, just a lot of hard work. You know, we work really hard together, so uh, we overcome a lot of obstacles that, that are placed in front of us. So so
0: so, so, no, so now back, back to sparring, though. Um, who have you gotten some of the best work from, whether Vegas or anywhere else? I mean, you know, Javante Davis, uh Hold up, hold up. You can't just say Tank name and move on, man.
2: We just had someone sitting in that very chair that when he said he sparred Tank, he was like, that man's
8: power is real. Well, the the first time I sparred him, and this again to show you know how good a, of a fighter I am, the first time we sparred, we're supposed to do a certain amount of rounds, and uh, he had got out in four rounds.
2: He's notorious for getting out, though. Yeah. Have you heard that or not? Because, I, I mean, I'm tired of hearing the motherfucker get out. It's crazy. He never do the whole six he tell people he's going to do. And if he tell you going to do 10, he get out in six. It's he crazy. Could, he could do that, though. Fuck
8: it. Yeah, but that's after he beating up on somebody, right?
2: I mean, yeah, he got out on Ivan Redcatch after he beat him up, but he didn't do the six that you know he was yeah. said he was going to do. And my uh, we just talked to somebody who say he got out in six too. He's, he's notorious for getting out in six.
8: Well, well, that's how I earned my contract with them. So that'll tell you a little something. If I would have got beat up or or whatever, I don't think I would have been signed with my promotion. So
2: okay, so I was I actually wanted that story from you. I thought that maybe your brother was credit for getting you the deal. So is just the performance inspiring, or did
7: you do some behind the scenes? Not nah, my my bros actually went up to Florida and and you know straight told him like. I want that that contract, and he, he got it. Lil Bros got it, and then we just locked it up with Leonard Ellaby, and then we just you know rolled away from there. But I, I definitely planted the seed. Uh, we were hungry. I mean, we, we did three fights in Mexico. We didn't know where to go, how to move. We brand new, and um, I we we were, were really good friends with Andrew Tabiti and Juan Heraldes. We grew up with them, and uh, I was like, man, the way to get put on is you got to beat up on Javante. <laughs> Straight up. like So we ran the mountains. We were working and stuff. And we were hungry. Like, the hunger to get put on was there. So sure enough, uh it came to fruition. We sparred Javante in front of Floyd. And Floyd, Floyd, crazy, man. He he got up on our ear and told we're going to get fucked up left and right. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, my brother was just focused. And it was good, man. Javante, you know, he, he gave us a lot of respect. And I think to this day, he gives us our respect. So, you know. I respect them back.
0: Was that so? Would you say Javante then is the best sparring uh, you've got? I think
8: so. Yeah, because um, I was young at the time, so I feel like after that I picked up a lot more. Like that was probably like the first time I ever did eight rounds straight up. Um, so I, I feel like I, I picked that up, took that, and um, became who I am today. So took it.
0: Like, was was that was that your only time sparring tank?
8: No, I sparred him twice.
0: Okay, what was what was the second time like?
8: Oh, uh, we went eight rounds. Mm. Um, so was, he gave you more. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, and he knew what to expect then, so it was different. Yeah, I mean, same story. Like, oh, honestly, nah, look at this it, guy! It, it really was. <laughs> like, like you know, he's he's known to you know really put people out. You know, um, if you go if you watch him spar, he's usually hurting dudes. You know, I I never really felt like I was threat. I was comfortable in there. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, if he woulda uh, put me out or hurt me, you know, I wouldn't have got that contract.
7: Mm. But we're not here to win sparring sessions. I always have that in the back of my mind, you know, where we gotta shine where it really matters, is the, and that's under the bright lights. So, do you guys have a date? Yeah, April thirtieth. And a name? Uh, some six foot Mexican dude, nothing crazy. So, uh, born and raised in Mexico. Uh, uh, actually, he, I, born in Mexico, raised in Dallas. Oh uh, okay. yeah, eighteen wins, five losses. He just six foot, so um, that's why, like I said, we focusing on our date. I mean, our our opponent, and not you know helping Shakur Stevenson. You know, ain't ain't no ain't no handouts over here. We ain't, we focusing but on that, ourselves. Our
0: that that's good though, right? You guys fighting on the you know you're you're yeah. on his undercard, and you guys had. You know uh, the exchange or whatever you want to call it, and at the end of the day, it's it's the 130 pound division. Yeah. So anybody who is ahead of you, whether it be in rankings or the champions in that division, those are those should be the guys you want, right?
8: For sure, for sure, and that's that's how I always see it. You know, um, I always see you know who's the champion at the moment, and um, and that's who I, who I go after. You know what I mean? And I mean. As far as the gym stuff, you know, like, to me, it really don't matter. I go in there, put in my work. But as far as, like, this fighting stuff, you know, that's that's what I really take seriously. I want the big names. I want the big fights. And, you know, um, eventually we're going to get there. We're going to get there. And I think uh, we're, we're really cl- closer than a lot of people expect. Uh, it's
2: funny you say that you feel you're closer than most people expect because you just signed with top rank. They like to take their time. Um before they kind of let the leash off their fighters, so to speak, unless you're, you know, doing what you're supposed to be doing. So, um, you know, I guess you have to do that on in April. Show, show Mr. Brad Goodman and uh, Bruce Trampler what it is you got for real because, you know, a lot of people were high on Berlanga, right? But they kept giving them guys to make sure that he was – this one punch knockout guy, and then eventually things started to change. So they do their job over there very well, and you know we just had Frank, and he was uh, obviously given the matchmakers over there high praise as a manager. And you, like you said, you're very protective of your brother, and you watch over him. Uh, are, are, do you feel safer with the experience of these matchmakers?
7: Nah, at the end of the day, it's all business. They got their, they got their own best interests as well as us you know so it's, it's just business and you can never take it personal but uh man we had to come up the hard way like for real like my brother did two fights three fights four shit four fights without uh, a contract so we weren't protected you know um Brad Gumman was just trying to get out the best out of us uh man it was it was it was a hard times but we here now um Uncle Goodman, he's a great guy. (laughs) Uncle Goodman. (laughs) Uncle Goodman is a great guy. Without him, we would have not got this deal. So, uh, a lot of respect to Uncle Goodman, straight up. Um, We here now. Bruh, so have you always been in Vegas, you yourself? Yeah, I was born in L.A., but I was raised out here. Uh, I, I was a boxer, too. Shit, I had 100 amateur fights. Beat Jose, wow! Beat Jose Ramirez, beat Oceanique Foster about twice. Oh,
2: you beat my I, man, Oshaki.
7: Oceanique oh. o- 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 and I, know, we know each other real good. So you know, it's it's all love, man. I didn't go pro, uh, unfortunately, but hey, it's pain, why it's paying off different now. I just didn't have the, the the we didn't have the program. I mean, it, it got tough. You know, like I don't want to speak up on my past, but you know, we're here now. God got us a different, you know. Uh, destination
2: i had, i wanted to ask because you 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 know your brother obviously says he's mexican descent but you have like a different look about you you got the brooklyn going like you hang with some caribbean latinos man i'm just i'm mixed
7: up differently yo like i got it
2: all in me <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up but you're the calm brother huh yeah yeah so you're gonna be like the angel garcia of the team and he's the danny i'm gonna be louis cortez Okay. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Make that name for yourself. Or would you expand or you're focusing solely on him and once you're done with him,
7: do you get another fighter or would you entertain nah, fighters? Oh uh, man, this this legacy gonna live forever, you know. Um I, I wanna share my education and my knowledge so Absolutely. I'm always scouting for different talent. And like I said, I didn't go pro because I didn't have the right people around me. I mean, you could ask Devin Haney. Like, man, he done seen me since I was yay tall, too. So, you know, I just didn't know how to go pro. That that was my biggest flaw. But uh, like I said, we here now. So I definitely, I, I got some. some so knowledge. now you learned how to turn pro. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you think
2: you've learned how to put a fighter in position? I, that's not your brother, though. I mean if I think,
7: you have a you have a certain sort of love for him that, you know, it's just gonna But it's business, you feel me? So it's like you gotta even move personal to the side and that and it's business and we've been I think businessly moving the right way. If not, we would've already took a L or some crazy shit. But God is great and my brother's worth ethic is insane crazy. So uh we here now. Man, Andres that must be a good
0: feeling, man. Uh your brother's literally sitting here explaining that he just didn't have the resources and the knowledge on, on you know, uh, moving forward. And for you to get a contract with Floyd Mayweather after three professional fights and then get now the top rank top co- contract coming from where you're coming from and, you know, just for your family. What does, that, what does that mean? Because, I mean, that's literally getting it out the mud, right? Like, you literally got it out of nothing because if you didn't, your brother would have went pro, you, yeah. you get what I'm saying? So, you know, what's that like for your family to be able to, you know, come this far? And for your brother, even though he couldn't attain it for now, he's kind of, and I don't mean this in no disrespect, but you're kind of like living your, your your dreams through him. You get what I'm saying? And once again, I don't, I'm i not trying to come at you, but you're, leaving, you're, you're living your dreams through your brother and, you know, to see what you've done, what's that been like just on a family aspect?
8: Um, it's been great. You know, I, I know that my brother's dreams were to become world champion, you know, just as any fighter. And I do, you know, believe when when I do become world champion, then we'll have the same feeling. We'll have like, you know, like as if he was world champion, you know, I'd be world champion. Um, it So it's definitely mutual. And I know that when I win a fight or get a knockout, he feels what I'm feeling. So I don't think so that's that's the difference between us and a lot of people, you know, like you know these trainers or whatever, they they've already you know they've gotten fighters and they win these big fights, but they ain't really make these fighters. You know what I mean? They just kind of got them, trained them for six weeks, eight weeks, whatever, then won the fight. So me and my brother got a different feeling. I think that's why we work so hard too, because we know um, you know what what we want. You know, and at the end of the day, um, you know this is you know a hard sport and you know it, it ain't easy. So. You know we there though.
0: Just to kinda uh switch gears though, um See, you got the nice uh, Balmain uh, shirt yeah, yeah. on the show. Are you into fashion? Is that something now that you know you get those checks and things like that? <laughs> that you know. You no, know? his brother got some Balenciagas yeah, on. No, he, I, that that top rank deal might be better than we thought. <laughs> no, I, I asked though because obviously fashion, fashion plays a part. Fashion plays a part into into uh, into boxing. Like you think about it, there's no other sport where you could wear whatever the fuck you want, you know, in a sense, right? So there's a lot of fashion creativity and I'm I'm just curious. We see a lot of fighters with the jewels and the nice gear. I'm I'm just curious, like what what are you into?
8: Uh I mean, yeah, I'm into fashion, whatever. Um cars, whatever, like it's whatever. But I mean I, I ain't really like that, you know, it, it just
0: is there is there a, a passion or a hobby outside uh Outside of boxing for you, like a pastime, you know, some people use, you know, fashion or cars, you know, as that pastime. Do you have anything, video games or anything that that uh, you like to do outside of boxing or is it, is it just know, like,
8: boxing? It, um, shooting guns, hanging with girls.
0: There we
8: go. So you're there. single. <laughs> Uh, Nah, I got a girl.
2: Okay. Yeah. So hanging with my girl (laughs)
8: before
2: you get fired. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) So, man, I'm not into guns, bro. I remember my friend took me to um, a range for my birthday. So obviously everyone watches movies. So I ran to the Desert Eagle, shot that. But then they start giving me these machine guns. That shit was scary. Like, honestly, I'm like... You know, I don't want that. It's too big. Uh, so so what got you into guns?
8: See, I, I love that. I uh, love that feeling. Like, um, I don't know. I think um, I don't really know what got me into guns. I just, once I started shooting them, I just kind of found a passion for them. And I, I just kind of like, son, you just want more and more. And it's
2: pretty cool. How often you do it? Sorry, Danny. Go ahead, I don't go ahead. do it
8: often at all since, since the uh, COVID happened. Uh, the prices are crazy right now. Oh, so you. Oh, they raised the prices? Yeah, well, Yo, bullets,
0: that. Man. See, and I thought he was going to say he likes guns for the reason I like guns. I, I like really got into it because. Bro, you could just go to the fucking desert out here.
1: Like, you go to the range out here, you're dumb. Don't spend money at a range. Go out to the desert.
0: No, I mean, you know, obviously, if you if you don't have guns, and you know, then you have to go to a range. But like for us, yo, we would go to the desert. And I, I'm from Chicago. I'm from the city, so it's either it's either you shooting out a car window or (laughs) or you on a block or something. So going out to a desert, that shit that shit was pretty cool. You you should try it if you have your own guns or you got friends. You know, legally and safely, you know, go out there. It's definitely a fun time. You know, take out some carne asada out there. <laughs> you guys
2: being from Las Vegas, uh, born and raised, you into ATVs? Uh, Not really. Nah, you no. never hit the desert and nah. dusted it up, huh? Yeah. And here I am hoping you have one. I'm looking for friends. <laughs> for real, I love the ATVs, man. I'm just imagining how it would be in that desert, though. Uh, Gotta be fun. So, um, Patreon, no, no, because uh, Madison told us about him yesterday. Okay, so, I not okay. have a post, okay. All right,
0: no worries. Yeah.
2: But, uh, do we have any super chats for him? No, let me see, let me see, let me see. No super chats. So, no super at, chats. At, once again, as the manager, what advice would you give for anyone else that's out there if there's a brother duo that's looking at what you're doing and they're like, Man, see, that could be us, we just got to keep working. What would you tell them to do outside of the
7: normal? Just keep working. Yeah, right. Um, man, it's so difficult. Um I don't know, just have a vision and, and, and believe in the vision and and execute the vision, you know. Um that's at least that's how we got here. You know, put yourself in that position and, and make the best out of it. I mean the internet's so powerful nowadays and uh there's so many ways to move in the sport of boxing. So, you know, box rack, use the box rack, uh, database and uh you know start downloading these phone numbers just like how i did
2: but uh to to, to give them information you mean use the box
7: database as a manager you have access Nah, we all got the same access access i just have a straight little login nothing crazy yeah but you, but you get phone numbers and, the and you get to see who has a fight No, nah, it's all there i don't got i, I got the same information you got so I you don't, you don't we, have, like, the manager nah, account? Nah, I don't got Oh, no. you don't have a manager nah, account? Okay. okay.
2: Yeah. yeah, because we spoke to a manager that says he gets the login. Yeah, yeah. And let's say your brother has a fight, but it isn't announced. See, he already knows, so he doesn't me send on an game.
7: offer. Nah, see, I might have to get that now. Yeah, you, you gotta know? get that. Yo, so we just
0: told a fighter yesterday, I think he's 3-0, two knockouts. He fights out of Bones Gym, and he just fought in Mexico. Yeah. We found out because we stream fights. We yeah, we rights. have the rights. We have the rights to some fights in Mexico. Um... We found out that Boxrec out there is different. That they have a representative for each state in Mexico. It's a dirty game. And so I told them, "I'm like, yo, you got to stay on it because if it's somebody looks you up on Boxrec, you two and zero. They go to your Instagram, you're three and zero. Yes, and sir. it's happened a lot. So definitely want to stay on top of things." You know, especially when it's regarding your career, because it's like mm-hmm.
7: you,
0: that may be the difference of getting a call for a fight. Yep. Yep. That one fight may be the difference of getting a call for a fight. Yeah. But and,
2: and anyway, who wants to go through a whole training camp,
7: win a fight, and it not be on their record? Right. Like yo, I'd
2: be on my manager, like bro, get my
7: my fight still ain't there. And, and they gotta pay for that too, yeah. so they gotta come out of pocket, and they don't even go on so, track. Right so.
0: so when you guys went went down to TJ when you started your career for those three fights, were you were you paying your yeah, we were, we were paying. Paying your opponent.
7: opponent? Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: it's part of
7: it. Yeah. So was that you? Nah, it was a we, collective. Nah, uh, the first time it was like we, got, man, it was just crazy, man. But it, it was a little bit of us and then somebody else and everybody was just trying to you know nibble into the pie already. And God is great. We didn't let none of that funny stuff happen. So uh, and Mexico is very dirty, man. They try to get us at the last fight. Took a point from my brother for no reason or whatever, and uh, you got to be careful out there. These these boxers out there in Mexico, they got like three box rec, uh, you know, records. So you think they they one and five, but they really like ten and seventeen or whatever, you know. So you you gotta know how to move.
0: Definitely,
7: it's funny because people
0: go down there, and uh, I've heard the yeah. term in a lot of gyms. They call them TJ specials. Oh I turn to pro, yeah, we gonna get them a TJ special. But it's crazy because I've also seen it backfire Mm -hmm. um, specifically. Well, of course. I mean, people
2: love to say that, like, you go to Mexico to fluff up your record, but then you got a bunch of Mexican fighters that are, like, super successful in the sport and born and raised in Mexico. So it's like, which one is it? Is Mexico soft or do they create the Canelos, the Marqueses, the Morales, the Barreras, you know? Uh, Yeah, and then
7: the the Mexicans out there, they got, like, a, a... like they they love to be in an American like it's their thing, so you. What do you mean? Yeah, they don't like Americans. You know, like the Mexicans, they don't they don't like Americans. Like if they, if, if a Mexican fights an American, they gonna be more pumped up.
0: Oh, in a fight, in, yeah, a, yeah, fight, yeah, in yeah, a fight, in a fight. So mm-hmm. not just
7: in general. Nah, nah you know. But in but business, in a fight, in I business, got you. Okay,
0: yeah. okay, okay. Well,
2: um, yeah, we kind of knew that when we were because we like he said, we have the rights to some Mexican fights. We're actually going to be calling some live fights this Friday from Mexico. And um, our partner has consistently said he would love to put an African-American wow. in the corner on yeah. the other corner from the Mexican because of, you know, uh, the views. Maybe <laughs> that's what they want. You know what I'm saying? It's just been very star- uh, hard to do it. So what promoter do you guys work with? Uh, right now Fight Stars promotion, Box Stars promotions, oh. Tri Star promotions. Uh, they are smaller in Mexico? ones No, no, no. One is in Mexico, two in America. Okay. South Paul, Tri Star,
0: Fight Stars. Good for y'all. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. So usually who who is it that does Atlanta that... TriStar? TriStar right. and South Paul promotions. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, but uh yeah, man. I think those are all our questions. Can you give out your social media? And obviously, you too. You might get some, you know, fathers or or, or managers that are just starting. They might need your advice. You know, maybe you
7: should consider a, a YouTube channel, my friend. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I'm, uh, follow me on Instagram, Louis Cortez, and uh, my bros. You could go ahead Damn. and follow. Him.
8: Instagram, andrescortez ninety seven. Facebook, AndresCortez.
7: Cortez. Uh, you want to spell? Yours, you said? Yeah. L, L-, L- U I E C O R T E S. Cortez with an S. All right. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate you guys for the time.
0: No, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate
7: meeting you guys and you know working together and hopefully we could keep this going and up. Sure, something man. Also. You
2: guys are local. We gotta keep you in here. We're gonna do this regularly. Um we got the schedule. The fight is once again. April 30th April. Oh the, Are you on the Shakur yeah. Oh Th- That's what
0: I was saying Yeah
2: so we'll get you In fight week If you're not feeling too You
0: know With the weigh in And all that For sure Definitely Well thank you guys again Appreciate it Um, And we will be back Andres So somebody had your
2: name You got uh, 97 here Andres
8: Oh
2: yeah, yeah. That yeah. sucks Alright well I'm following The both of you guys I appreciate that We're gonna go ahead To an intermission And uh, get to this uh, Picture
0: You got my tech.
6: We have new video from a crash that set Walter Waite Boxing Champion Errol Spence Jr. to the intensive care unit. The crash ejected the boxer, but miraculously, he is expected to be okay.
5: TheBoxingBoys.com. It's been a miracle, and I'm uh, a blessing for God that, you know, I haven't had anything serious with that would have out for a year or two, or just, would have been, you know, ending my career. Uh-huh. I know them guys, wish that I wasn't back so fast, but I am back, and I want to fight the top names of the division. I have to ask you about your eye. Uh, uh, we were all worried about you when you had to pull out of the Manny Pacquiao fight. I want to fight, so, I mean, you could have back. Yeah, one eye. I got another eye. D.C. world! That's why I said i I told people I didn't want to tune up fight. You know, I've been getting the second chance at life, and I've been getting the third chance at boxing. Nobody's award Terrence Crawford, you know, there's big fish on this side too that, you know, I gotta fry. Like I said, I'm gonna get these belts over here, then I'm gonna come take Terrence Crawford belt because I said I'm gonna be on this World welterweight champion of the world
6: to promotions.